It's a dumb show about sports. Now you know that every time you pick up a beer, like these have 41, it says on your 41 calories. <laughs> I just thought because it's clear yellow, I was like, eh, it's 100. Yeah. Well, that was what I always thought about, like, Coors and Coors Light, Bud and Bud Light. They're the same, but, like, they have, like... Literally five times more carbs in them. Yeah, right. And usually the double. The, it's it's like fifty percent more calories. Like they're all yeah. like one forty to one sixty instead of ninety to one hundred. Yeah, like the difference between a Coke and a Diet Coke. Diet Coke literally has zero calories, but like the difference between a light beer and a regular beer is only like forty calories, right? Forty to sixty. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, still a good bit if you're drinking. 12. It's really the light. They, I guess, it's the sugars that they take out because. Uh, yeah, right. Like, you know, um, Mick Ultra and Miller Light have like one or two or three carbs. Right. And no sugar. Those Is it less like, alcohol? Uh, not much. It's like yeah, I think like a Coors Original is five percent, and Coors Light is five or four point two, and like Bud. All the all the heavies are like four point eight to five percent, and then the light is. Like, I can't taste enough difference in like Budweiser and Bud Light to make it worth the extra. Make it worth. It's really like thirteen sugars, basically. Yeah, like I can like I can totally tell the difference when I'm drinking a Guinness like that. I'm like, this is a full beer, and I like it. But like, I would never be like, oh man, Bud Light's just. I gotta have Budweiser. I gotta have the sixty yeah. extra calories. I Man, I do love a good Bud Heavy once every three years. I just assumed Jimmy Buffett's beer was like a super light beer. Well, it is compared to every other beer in the yeah, world, right. other than American light beers. Yeah, like, right. We America took even the lightest beer and then watered it down a little bit more. And it wasn't even for the carbs and calories, I don't think. They just wanted to make it a little bit waterier so we could cold it up and drink it out of a keg upside down through our butt. That makes sense. Oh, I can't believe Gino turned back into Gino at the end of the day, but good season for Gino. But Gino's ultimately going to Gino at some point if you give him enough time. I just wanted him. I wanted it so bad for him and my boy Pete. Well, dude, the 49ers are, t- like, the Seahawks barely squeaked into the playoffs just because Aaron Rodgers lost to the Lions. Yeah, right. And so they're glad to be here, but Geno had no expectations. 49ers are a buzzsaw. Their defense, Bosa, and they got Armstead back. They got all their D-line back. They just abused Geno, like, in a second. Well, as I said, financially, I should be rooting for the Niners because I win, like, a grand if they win the Super Bowl. But, like, you know me. I'm when did all- you place that? Uh, right the day that they picked up Christian McCaffrey, like oh, the yeah. second that that news went out, like yeah. I got. The I remember e- you doing that, but I don't yeah. remember when it was. But I it got was the like, ESPN. It was before Brock Purdy became yeah. Brock Purdy. I got the ESPN ticker, and I was like, "Let me try to catch this before the line so moves." Wait, you actually bet on Garoppolo to win it. And Brock Purdy is going to save yeah. your ass a thousand yeah. or win yeah. your ass a thousand. Well, bucks. really, in my mind, I bet on Christian McCaffrey to win yeah, it. But Garoppolo would have blown it, you know? Yeah, but, like, the Niners were already, like, tough. You know, like, everybody was like, man, this is these guys look really good. And then as soon as, like, my, my phone went, da-na-na, da-na-na, and I looked down and it said McCaffrey to 49ers. I almost wrecked getting out to DraftKings to be like, put it all on the fucking Niners. Well, my take when you made that bet... Uh, would have been Garoppolo is going to burn it all Garopp- down. Like literally, they have the perfect team now. Yeah, and Garoppolo will fuck it up. In yeah, the playoffs. right. And they got him out of the way. So yeah. I mean, I see it's going to be them and Josh Allen and the Bills. It's the perfect 
hedge bet for me, though, because I really don't want the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. So, like, if they go to the Super Bowl and get beat, it'll hit for me that someone beat them. But you if don't they like win, them for, why don't you like them? I, it's, I, I don't. No, I'm not, I'm not arguing. I'm, at, I'm wondering I, the roots I, of your... I can't decide. Is it the colors? I think, you know what it is? I think that it's a couple years ago when they played the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I hated both of those colors so much. It was the that, red on red. And I don't like the Chiefs, and I was just like, I don't like red teams. For By the way, reason. I was making fun of that that was our hot take, was that red teams shouldn't be allowed to play each yeah. other. Yeah, uh, And some somewhat, I forgot the context. But Did we texting, talk about it on the podcast? No, but I was texting with Paul about this. No. Uh, yeah, we talked about the red versus red yeah, on the I don't podcast. Like it. But I, Paul was saying something about how, uh, and we can ask him in a minute when we call Paul. <laughs> but uh, he was mentioning how it goes beautifully from you know breaking down you know the the quarterback's process going through you know his reads and then we're immediately saying that red team shouldn't be allowed to play like <laughs> that's the podcast by the way i definitely know what it is it's that i have nothing against san francisco the team i have a lot against san francisco the city the city yeah that san francisco the city is literally the only city that i've ever been to that everything you hear about it in my opinion is true like they are, a, and if you're listening to this and you're from San Francisco, obviously I don't mean you, and I thank you for coming to the shows. But like when we went there, dude, everyone turned their nose up at us. You could fucking tell people at the restaurants didn't want to wait on the rednecks. Damn. Even the people at our shows who like are fans of ours were like real smug to us. Like when we when we did, I remember the first time we did a show there. This lady in our Q and A, she. Asked Trey, she goes, so you, you mentioned on stage that you went to college? And he goes, yeah. And she goes, how, how did you get there? And he goes, what? She was like, how did you, you're from the rural south, like, how did you get there? And he's like, I drove. And like, the look on her face was like, fascinating. <laughs> and, and he was like, and then this one lady, like, couple people after that, reminder, we're in San Francisco, comes up to us and goes, man, you guys are so great. I just drove through the South one time and I wanted to kill myself. And Trey goes, well, I hear y'all got a really good bridge for that. <laughs> but like, all, like, again, I'm talking, these are our fans. So it, to us, it couldn't have been the best of the best to, to us in San Francisco. And they were all just like, man, where y'all live should be put behind bars in a Whoa. museum. Like, and again, like the waiters and everybody was just like, it's super tech bro-y. Everybody there's better. That South Park episode, they nailed it. So fuck them. That's what I mean. Well, the if I'm and you correct me if I'm wrong, I've never been there. So my take on San Francisco, the best thing there is rice aroni. Yeah, percent. It's, it's the San Francisco treat. If that's the treat that everybody has in San Francisco, yeah. that's the best thing that they have. You're I'm actually, good. You're actually not far off because Zatarain's hit. It's not Zatarain. Yeah, we got that's yeah, us. Yeah, that's but my shit. The the food in San Francisco. I, I like the thing is now I genuinely keep to myself most of the time when I'm in the city, so like I can navigate it. San Francisco, like they do have a lot of good food, and I do like walking hills, you know, and they got a lot of hills to walk. Their noodle game, like they have a big Asian population, big ramen and it's game. fucking good. But like, I can also is just it pho? is it ramen? What is pho? Just all the Mandarin noodles, peanut noodles. Like, noodles. Yeah, any type of noodles. Also, the best tacos we ever had in our life were there. But better like, than what we just had that you brought from Taco Bell, just barely. But uh, but I can get all that shit in New York too. But like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I, I truly like the people in New York were nice to me. California were nice to me. The people in fucking Europe were nice to me. San Francisco was a bunch of mark ass bitches. 
Probably none of them 49ers fans either. No. And and we've been there four times and it's been the same. It's not like it was just an isolated incident. Like, the only dude that was cool to us in San Francisco was this big Patrice O'Neill looking black guy who was like doing the door for some bar and he was just roasting people as they walked by and he was cool to us. Well, the 49ers this year's team plays all the type of footballs that I like, so... I respectfully don't give a shit that they're mean to you. I'm sorry that that happened. I'll, no, no, I'm, no. I got money on it. I'm sorry. That, <laughs> no, I'm sorry they hurt you. Yeah. But I love watching their offense. They have a fullback they use a lot. They get a bunch of good tight ends. Well, I said all this to to uh, I said all this to explain how this is the perfect hedge in my entire life. Because if they go and win, I make close to a thousand dollars. But if they go and lose, I get to be like, ah, fuck you, San Francisco. Like. It's the bet I should make. I wonder what the odds are for uh, the Bills right now to win the. Uh... I bet it's like, you know, you're not get. It's not a good value, probably. You know, but I'm saying it's better than, um, you know, one to one. Yeah, for sure. I'm actually I'm gonna go look at that too because Super Bowl odds. Okay, the Bills. Hey, I want futures, motherfucker. Okay. I don't know how to do this. You're the betting person. Hold on. Here I come. You're the producer also. Oh, yeah. Meg I forgot is getting that, drunk. I forgot that you don't, uh, you don't gamble. No, I just watch. I, I, I do gambling like I do football. I don't play football. I watch. Let's I don't see. gamble or do fantasy. I watch you do that shit. NFL futures, motherfucker. Where's my futures? Team future. Over the years, I wish I had the... Uh, Plus 400. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. That's not worth it. Not worth it. If it was gonna- Buccaneers is plus 2,800. Ooh. Oh, that's juicy. I'm doing that's it right the fuck now. They're, and playoff Lenny's healthy? Yeah, I'm betting 50 on them. Wait, what are the Jags odds right now? Hold on. He Do just not made me log that. out. Why no. is there a naked kid on the screen right now? I bet Paul's loving this shit. Oh, that's Conor McGregor holding up his son in the pool. Is it really? Looks like him. Well, uh, Connor Greg, Connor doesn't wear hats. Place bet. Are you play, are you betting on the Jags? No, I'm betting on the Bucks. Are you going to put five bucks on the Jags tonight just yeah. to root for them? Absolutely. So what? How, how much time do I have? Uh, it's eight oh four right now as we speak, and the game starts at eight thirty. Okay. Oh, okay. Right on. I've got time. Wait. Let me make sure it's not eight fifteen. But either way, you've got nine to more than that minutes. I had one sip of beer and I'm sitting over here depositing two hundred fifty dollars money in there. (laughs) See, this is exactly how you're drinking beer and gambling. I'm drinking (laughs) non-alcoholic beer and watching you gamble. (laughs) I'm cucking it tonight, buddy. You are. Matthew Barrett. Wait, who took Jacksonville? Who gives, a, who gives a fuck what Jason Garrett thinks about this? He's terrible at this. He's terrible at Hey, Paul, I'm going to bet on the Jags, buddy. All right, just bet 50 to win 1,500 on the Bucks for the Super Bowl. Oh, I thought you were going to say he bet 50 no. to win 1,500 on the Jags. Somehow. No, no. Oh, what is the – let's see. What is the fucking – Okay, it is an 815 game, so it'll probably be like an 823 kickoff or some shit. Like oh, that. Jags plus two and a half? Hell yeah, give me all of that. Get it. Get it. Get it. 
I'm putting fucking 50 on it. Fuck it. On the Jags. Jags. 50 on the Jags. Two and a half. They're going to win by one, Dano. Hey, I also have some light clams and some modellos in here if you want. Some light clams? Light clams. Oh, okay. I thought you said light clams. Robbie, do you think this is going to be a high-scoring game? The Jags Chargers? Yeah. Well, since it's the Jags, I would say no, but it's going to be They're Trevor. They're on fire. It's Trevor versus fucking Herbert. It's 46 so and a half. To. Oh, that's over. Over, over baby. Dude. 46 and a half? Yeah. I'm putting 50 on the over, too. Fuck Shit. it. I was going to say, if it was 50, anywhere near 50, wait, what did you say it was? 46 and a half. Yeah, that's, that's plenty on. under 50. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah, that's three and a half touchdowns apiece. Like, come on. Plus, how, this podcast will be worth at least thirty-five to forty thousand dollars for you, mm-hmm. I'm sure. So yeah. that'll pay itself <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah. Ooh, they're giving the Dolphins thirteen and a half versus the Bills. I don't like that. Wait, <laughs> how, how much? Thirteen and a half. Or they're getting 13 and a half. But you know the Dolphins are starting Skylar Thompson. Oh, quarterback. that's right. That's and right. And wait, you said the Bills, who are the yeah, most motivated no, no, in history. I know. They're playing for DeMar, but nope. against a third <laughs> string rookie. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, that game's slaw. Uh, I like, I like the, no, Lamar's out, isn't he? Lamar's out, dude, and they don't even know if the backup is playing. Huntley's number two. The, no, those games are the the Ravens and the Dolphins have no chance. Right. So Bengals eight and a half. I'd I'd take that. Yeah, Joe Burrow's going to throw five touchdowns. To Cowboys one. and the Bucks. That's uh, going to be the fun one. It, yep. And I mean, Brady's getting two and a half. Hey, that rat fink Hal is coming over here to watch the Monday night game. Okay. Cowboys and Bucks. If you want to come I mean, over, I, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'll wait to I'll wait to bet then. Hey, uh, we can do our, your workout Monday night, yeah. and then yeah, we'll yeah. just work out and then uh, fucking do this. Oh, so, dude, I've never been more convinced that Tom Brady's going to win since we're watching the game with Hal. With Hal, yeah, he, and die. Yeah, he's yeah. 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 Brady might lose next round and die. Yeah, but he's going to beat one more time for Hal. Oh, that'll be a nice little, uh, God, we keep, we keep creating these cuck moments. I guess the whole, uh, D sucking a D thing has really got me thinking. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna lose my absolute shit if Tom Brady pulls it out and wins me 1500 bucks. Oh, the Clark Bethune pickle story. So, uh, one time we were hanging out at, uh, Haley's house, Askew, in uh, Chickamauga. I think when Kirby was living there, it doesn't matter. A lot and, of people Paul knows. And we and Clark <coughs> brought in pickled sausages. And he was eating them, and he was just telling everybody, like, man, these, you had pickled sausage? And I was like, no, and I have I was like, man, that's really good. And he's like, yeah, pickled sausages are great. So I said, I go, man, I wonder why it is that cucumbers are the only ones that are just, those are pickles, where everything else, it has to be pickled sausage or pickled eggs, and he goes, what are you talking about? And I go, well, cucumbers, like, we don't call them pickled cucumbers, we just call them pickles. And I'm like, why is that? Were they the first thing that we ever pickled? And he's like, all seriousness, he goes, well, I'm it just, they, they taste like pickles. And I was like, right. And he goes, they're pickles. And I was like, right. And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I go, well, Clark pickles when they're born. Yeah, right. I was like, it's a cucumber, and we pickle it, and then we call them pickles. But when you pickle a sausage, you call it a pickled sausage. And he goes, but 
it t- they taste like pickles. He didn't know that a pickle used to be a cucumber. I don't think so. That's what I'm saying. But, but I was saying it, and I thought that too. So I'm, I went out of my way to keep saying that, and he's still just like nothing. But did you start where like so a cucumber? You know when a cucumber seed loves some dirt, <laughs> and a cucumber is born after my papa seeds the dirt. Wait, what the, the fuck, fuck is this? Kirk's not with him. This is pregame. Oh right. Wait, I didn't know. Al- Wait, no, this is. Dungy's calling the shit. You remember uh, Meg's quote from uh, last or this oh, year? Hold on, let me try to remember. So uh, here's let me set up the context <laughs> of, uh, and then you can guess the quote. So I'm sitting here <laughs> watching like the first day. It's opening day of the NFL and whatever the NFL pregame show is, and Dungy's on there. Yeah, and Meg walks in the room. She has no idea like his name or anything, but she walks in and she says she looks at Dungy and looks at me and she says. I ain't seen that piece of shit in a while. Very close. <laughs> she walks in, looks at Dungy, smirks, and goes, I ain't seen that skinny fuck in a while. <laughs> and then she came over, lit a candle, and then walked back into her room and watched something about murders on a staircase. Okay, Paul, Robbie, let me preface this by saying, I know that in some context, maybe this would sound... Um, I don't want to say racist, but I'll say insensitive. But let me just say it, because I think it's an objective fact. Tony Dungy looks just like Osama Bin Laden. Yeah, you showed me the uh, side-by-side of that. Yeah. And I I don't think it's anything to just look at two things. Because it's not like I'm saying Tony Dungy looks like this other black person. Oh, Corey, they all look alike. Like I think that Tony Dungy looks like blue-chip recruit terrorist Osama Bin Laden. Like You put a turban on Dungy... I'm telling you. Look it up, Paul, right now. Looks just like him. Hang on. Hold on. Where's the producer? Look this up. I wonder if I'm the only one that's ever thought this. Mm. Or Tony. No, no. Like, there's a thing Dungy. where they're side by side where it shows how much they look alike. And I believe I've seen one where Dungy had, has a turban that. popped in. Oh, did you just send that to me? I just made that because there's that doesn't exist anywhere. I must have made that side by side. Because it doesn't say anywhere. Wait. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Wait. No, that's just Osama Bin Laden. Oh. But it looks just like Tony Dungy. Wait so you a can't... minute. Did I get Ballsack ball Sports did on this? Tell me that ain't sitting next to Al Michaels. But you made the thing that you I, I made it, yeah. Cause Dude, I... this whole time, I've been thinking... Look at that. Come on. Same guy. But they sit the same is what it is. They've no, no, both got impish no, shoulders. Look, look, I'm not at all surprised that they look just like normal argument. What I'm saying is I thought it was a known thing, but but for years you just told me that <laughs> yeah, and made yeah, a yeah. thing. Yeah. And I, I was like, yeah, dude, the whole internet knows yeah, probably. No, it's like, not like Troy Ekman, Jay-Z. Well, it's, you know how if this I, is a me-specific thing. Well, you know me with the internet, how I don't know anything yeah. compared to... So if I tell you, you're like, must be a thing. I'm like, it must be a thing. Yeah. Everybody knows. And no. you know the shit that I say is all made up. So yeah, like, right. when I tell you something, you know I'm lying for no reason. I know reason. it's not a real yeah, thing. You know I made up a thing but just no, for fun. I'm the, I'm the only one, which now makes me feel bad because like... Maybe I'm just completely wrong because usually if something is, other people have thought it, I think. Although I got distracted by Aubrey Plaza having her moment. I I love her so much. 
She's doing a lot of stuff. Did you see that interview with her and Drew Barrymore where they were like pretty openly flirting with each other and like kind no. of hinting that yeah they wanted to sleep with each no, other? Drew Barrymore is one of the first boob in movies I saw. Yeah, um, I have a. What's the, what's the movie called? Bo- uh, in riding in cars with boys. Boys, yeah. And she flashes a boob, and I'm telling you, I was about 13. <clears throat> yeah, I've always had a thing for her because she's both cute, bubbly, but also at the same time kind of motherly. Like next doorly for sure. Yeah, like neighborhood she, girl. She seems like, of course, it'd be fun to hook up with her, but I also bet that like she'd like rub me. Yeah, she like. I don't know. For the way her, you, you, her this ma- is a, she got a nice mouth. This is a visual. Yeah, this is a visual thing, but Rob's doing a pretty good Barrymore mouth. <laughs> it's my limited fake Barrymore. It's just yeah. her mouth <laughs> smacking as if she has a piece yeah. of candy. Uh, so Barrymore and Aubrey Plaza. So I hope, and I just make shit up, of course, like we just covered, but what are the chances Stetson Bennett hooks up with Aubrey? Oh man, that would be great. He's hot right now. He's having a moment. She's having a moment. Couldn't I they think, have a moment? I think Pete Davidson's going to fuck Stetson Bennett. He's well. They could have a quite a hog measuring uh, contest. Yeah, they could. I think Pete's dick is. Uh, I would guess the skin is stretched so thin from it being long that yeah. the two rings on Stetson's hand are going to hurt. Yeah, Pete's definitely got like a like a thin gray veiny sweaty. It's got the skin of like a steroid guy's whole body. You yeah. know how like steroid dudes look yeah. like their skin is paper. Yeah, his dick is that yeah. skin because it's stretched out over the hog. He's got the dick skin of a normal man, but the dick length of a long dicked man. As uh, Matt from Always Sunny would call it, uh, he got a sweaty hog that just won't quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, Austin Eckler! I want him to do well, but also kind of is he got, is he ring bald? Holy shit! He's actually lost the top of his hair. Yeah. And, I, you, and for the record, me too, so I'm not shitting on him, but like, he he carries himself not like a ring-balled man. I think that uh, I have told you that doing pull-ups, especially like he does those warm pull-ups, cannot push hair out of your head. Yeah. <laughs> and you can carry yourself as a haired man or a circled man. He carries himself, though, as a haired man. And he's only, like, 5'10 or 5'11, too, in, in the NFL. Right, yeah, he's teeny tiny. Break it all kind of rack. Cameron Dicker. Dicker the kicker. One more That's time. That's right. Apparently, he goes by that. You know, Dicker kickers, the, yeah. kickers all have nicknames that they give themselves, because who else would give a kicker a nickname? Yeah. I've been thinking lately that if I, uh, if I hit a lick... You know, and, like, I don't have to work no more. I thought it would be fun to, like, spend the next... I mean, granted, you know, I've got age going against me, so this isn't good. But I spend the next ten years just every day training my legs and punting and kicking and then walking on at a D3 school. Like, How much eligibility do you have left? I mean, I was always able to kick pretty good. No, no, eligibility as far as college. How much have you attended? I only went one semester. Oh, bro, you could actually have a career. And didn't even have any credits. Oh, you earned zero credits? Zero credits. You have any... Oh, high school credits won't matter. Uh Uh-uh. And And I didn't even have any. Hmm. Like, I had no college credits in high school. So, like, I could pretty much play four years. So, you're a true freshman. Yeah. Well, you'd probably be a redshirt freshman. Yeah, right. I imagine, because they're going to redshirt. Yeah. So, I think that I could end up, like, you know, kicking it, like, I don't know, uh... 
Maryville, not Maryville, uh, uh, Mars Hill. <laughs> no, no, no. Maryville would be easier than Mars Hill. Oh, you think so? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think Mars Hill moved up since then, but, uh, I think Maryville's still D3. So that would be the, Maryville or Sewanee are close enough to Chattanooga where you could, dude, Sewanee's an hour away. Yeah, right. You, you could walk to Sewanee and, and walk then walk on, on at yeah. Sewanee. Uh, oh, oh shit. shit. Fucking Trevor. $50 bet down the drain immediately. Hey, now, they might pick it back I'll up. I'll tell you what, over. The over's going to hit. <laughs> yeah, buddy. What are you invested in, the over or the jag? Either way. Yeah, we'll take it. If the over hits and the jag don't, I made my money back. All right, let's see if this is truly Trevor's fault or someone else's fault. No, oh, he got tip, tipped double the tip, line. Double oh, he tip. got double tipped. Okay, not Trevor's fault. I don't know where tip. he was throwing it though. Uh, he was throwing it to that guy in double coverage. But, yeah, right. I, oh, but he threw it through yeah. a gauntlet of three yeah. guys yeah, to get Trevor. to a guy in double coverage. It was Trevor's fault that it was tipped. That ball had to pass through or around six <laughs> total yeah. men to yeah. get to the one guy that was yeah. on that side. So. Not a good call by Trevor Early. Damn, the Chargers are at the 18. Over. Just throw it in the end zone, Herbert. Okay, they're down. Do you believe the hype on Herbert? Where are you at? Because you're a football purist. Oh, dude, he's a, he's beautiful. I mean, his arm, he's got a cannon. No, he he's a beautiful quarterback. It's not just the cannon. He's got the. You know, I love to talk about their high speed processor of the mm-hmm. quarterback. He's got the high speed. Now that he's been playing for a couple of years, dude, you can watch him very quickly go through. One's not open, two's not open, three's open for a second, bam! Or nobody's open, and he will throw them open into yeah, like right. that back of their hip pocket, wherever it needs to be. Yeah, and he gets it out quick. He's got the best arm in the over. League. Eckler, over, over. Eckler loves the end zone. I think he had 18 touchdowns this year, 19. He was a beast on fantasy. It's crazy. Yeah, him and uh, Favre had that quality, too, to where, like, somebody doesn't have to be open. I can just literally throw it as hard as I can, and it gets to this spot that only they can get. Yeah, he he uh, he does get rid of it very quickly. He didn't, you know, nobody gets rid of it super quickly their first year. They hold on to the ball. Yeah, they they're run terrified. Yeah, they're they're just looking at all these fast people and yeah, like, what shit, the fuck? Shit is coming at them where, like, all the big guys on defense are as fast as their college running backs were. So that it's like, holy shit, this is brand new. It's hard. I can't figure How am I supposed to make decisions this quick? And then once they learn how, and you see, like, Herbert. But he is like, mastered <clears throat> the art of playing quarterback. I just need to see him... I guess take t- take the next step. You know how Josh Allen took the next step like a year or two ago, and then he's been kind of taking that progression. Now Josh Allen's like top yeah, three, he's, top yeah, five. he's definitely Herbert yeah. can be that soon if he has a run in these playoffs where he shows off all that shit. He'll be like a top five going into next year if he does some of the goofy shit where he like he'll every now and then do one of those. Uh, how do you explain he did this plays where he it's just giving the ball to the defense, but he's. I think he's gonna uh, not let the Jags probably do that to him. The, why? What is wrong with the Chargers though? Because like my whole adult life, they've had a good quarterback. Like they've always had a good quarterback. Yeah, but they've always been in the playoffs, and they've just never had a. Yeah, I they've guess never you're had right. the best quarterback. It's just usually with teams. If you have a team that's constantly in the playoffs, but they can't get it done, it's always like if they just had that winning quarterback. Yeah. But like. Of course, I guess the Eagles with Donovan McNabb were the exception to that rule. No, I mean, when you look back at those Philip Rivers teams, Philip Rivers was a always a top five to eight quarterback in his prime, but there was always several guys better than him that were winning the Super Bowl. That's true. Like 
And there was even – the Chargers were always – they had a good offense. They had Ladanian and they had Antonio Gates. It was unstoppable in the red zone. Um, but Phillip Rivers was a really, really good quarterback. But he wasn't a great one. He wasn't the greatest one. Like He'll go to the Hall of Fame, but he wasn't as good as the guys who were winning the Super Bowl. And uh, I don't think that it, – it's it's almost like a Charles Barkley thing where – he was great, but right. Jordan, he played when Jordan played. Phil, so Phil like, Mickelson. Yeah, you're not going to get to if, be... If Phil Mickelson had played in any other era, he'd been the number one yeah. golfer in the world. Uh, my favorite Philip Rivers era Chargers stat, though, is... Um, he said showing, gosh darn it the most. He, well, he, the, a lot of the gosh darn it clips and the gee golly shucks talk, talking shit, but when uh, I don't remember what year it was, maybe 2013, but the Chargers had the number one offense in the NFL, and the number one defense in the NFL didn't make the playoffs. What? How do you How do, do you that? What? Number one in both. They had the best That's offense. That's like a statistical anomaly. Yeah, but that – who else could do that but Phillip Rivers? Like, he would fuck some shit like up. Like, almost every Super Bowl winner has the number one of something. Like, you have to. That's how you win. But I, I can't imagine having the number one of both sides. Yeah. Like, they just had a real shitty punt team. Yeah. Their yeah. fucking punt team got in there. They could not get the extra points, dude. Well, that's just like when you're playing fantasy and you're number two in points, but you're zero and seven <laughs> because every week you play uh, the number one in points oh, guy. Dude, I think that that was a. Uh, I don't remember what year it was. Seven, probably seven or eight years ago when I quit playing fantasy altogether. And I would play. In, I played in league with you several years yeah. and some guys I worked with in Athens. Uh, stop showing the Jags pick, man. This is not nice. Uh, well, well, I'll cheer for touchdowns, though. That's fine. Well, yeah, over. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Jags, ca- the Jags aren't Georgia. They can't cover the goddamn over themselves. Did you know that Georgia did that the other night? Oh, by scoring 65 points? <laughs> yeah. I can't, yeah, but we missed the fucking extra point at the end. <laughs> we could have had 66 on those motherfucking Christians. I love how many... Oh, nice. Here we go, Jags. Here we go, Jags. Trevor shook it off. He's got dead eyes, man. I feel like people with dead Trevor, eyes, it's easy for them to shake shit off. Like, yeah. I just threw a pick, whatever, dead eyes. Well, Trevor's probably seen his dad kill his stepmom. <laughs> like, he's got that look to him where, like, his dad went on a ski trip just so he could kill his stepmom and just say that she fell down the bunny slopes. No, I think his stepmom killed herself. Oh, well, you'll have that. Because, um... Did you watch The Staircase? No, but you told me about I, my my wife. What Meg watched? Okay, it. I was wondering because we have the same HBO Max. Yeah, and I asked Kirby if she watched because it, it showed up as completed on my thing, and I called Kirby and she's yeah, like, Meg "No, I okay, right on." Well, I'll talk to Meg about it later then. Yeah, she loved it. I guess. Uh, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. It's one of the things she likes to be curious why she has anxiety and then watch things <laughs> yeah, about murders right, all the time. Right, you know? right. Yeah, Trey's got a whole bit about that and his wife where he's just like. My wife's really into true crime, and I just don't like it. Huge fan of false crime, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, I that's love my, false that's crime. my shit. He's like, false crime is great, but true crime, no. And I think the whole bit is he was talking. He's like, Katie will be like vacuuming, and uh, she's got her AirPods in, and he's like, "What are you listening to?" And she goes, "Oh, there was this bloody double murder where a man skinned his wife alive, and blah blah blah." And he's like, "That's what you unwind to? Yeah. What the fuck?" But, yeah. And then it's like, I've been having nightmares yeah, lately. I, I wonder fucking I, why. I can't figure it out. Huh. Yeah. Why, why am I terrified anytime I drive at night? 
Every time you pick the movie, it's a horror film, yet you're the one that jumps every time a sound in our house happens. Like, yeah. houses make sounds. I do love it, though. I, 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 uh, I'm not like a like how my sister and Amber are with, like, true crime shit, but every now and then, like, one will enthrall me. Like, I fucking love that, um, Amer- you know, the American crime stories that they do on FX or whatever. Is they, it like American Horror Story? Yes, but American Crime Story. I so wasn't the, aware. The first one they did was OJ and Cuba Gooding Jr., the most miscast of all time, played. Now, don't get me wrong. I love did Cuba Gooding. Did he do a good job? He did, but the, but you really got to get over the fact that you're like, dude, OJ was a fucking grown man, and Cuba Gooding Jr. is five foot two. Um, but he, but yes, I loved it. Am I allowed to just be tired of OJ shit? Yeah, that was that was the last one for me. Okay, that I was, mean, I, my last OJ shit was years ago, and well, I'm just forever done with OJ. shit. Unless I'm mistaken, or this was the first. Bosa time, got hooked. Look at that. Bosa got held. This he got was hooked. the first time I had ever seen a dramatized actor version of it. You know what I mean? Like, I'd, I'd heard the story a bunch, but I'd never seen someone play OJ, so I was really excited for it. But yes, no, I'm with you. I saw that, and now I don't want to hear any more OJ shit. Now, I will say this, right around that time was when OJ got out of jail and started Twitter, and I, I'm definitely here for that OJ content. Oh, current OJ content. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's I mean, awesome. it's like Pete Rose shit. That's great. Yeah. I, I don't need to know how many pit, how many hits Pete Rose has. Yeah, right. But update me with all the crazy yeah. shit he does. Yeah, when he's at Buffalo Wild no, Wings and he, he bets on how much tequila's left or something. Um, but no, no, no. Speaking I'm with you. I'm with leg. you. I'm done with the OJ story. But that was good. I can enjoyed it. Can we switch it. to another disgraced legend that can now be removed from our minds? So Herschel, uh, Kelly O'Neill reminded me of this this week. He said, "Now that Georgia has gone back to back, Stetson, Herschel's done. Stetson has now replaced any excuse Georgia fans have to, yep. to talk about Herschel for forty more years. Yeah, like, that's true. Herschel is now out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. Cool. Eighty-two. I don't give a fuck. You only did it once. Yeah. This little kid, Stetson, did it twice." He's the new guy. Get the fuck out. Herschel's gone. I talked about that the other day on a um, an SEC podcast where they were asking me about, you know, they're like, where is Stetson right now, you know, for Georgia fans? And I was like, guys, here's the deal. I said, I grew up listening to t- cassette tapes of Larry Munson doing calls. Like, literally, not even listening. It just isolated Larry Munson calls. So, like, and they put the band behind yeah, it. They put the music yeah. behind it and they isolated Yeah, Larry and I was, like, so, I was like, so the legend of Herschel Walker has been beaten into my brain for years. I said, I, I, it's a thing. I said, however, I never actually saw the guy play, but I know a lot of people that did. I said, but... Stetson Bennett took us from a fucking 40-year drought, not only did it once, did it twice, had the stats to back it up, was the underdog story of the world. Herschel was always the guy. He was never an underdog. You know what I mean? He was on the top of the mountain the whole time. I was like, so like, if you want a true, this guy feels like one of us, this guy should have a fucking statue at Georgia, I think it's Stetson Bennett over literally anybody that ever played the game there. Like, you don't even have to like him. It's just true. It's not prisoner of the moment to recognize when a once in a lifetime, once in a century thing happens, which is Georgia won back to back. Nobody second, does that. The second season, they went undefeated. Yeah. Steph, they did it with a the quarterback. Oh, oh my God, Trevor with another pick. Over. Right, that one was Trevor's fault. Yeah. Trevor's playing okay. like shit. Okay, that's got to be Trevor's fault. He's shaking his hair. Hang on, he's shaking his hair. Hang on a second. Every time I see the yellow gloves on the Chargers players, I think it's a flag. Uh, oh, that might have been 
That might have been a little interference, a little push off. But yeah, I was explaining to them that like it was it it's going to be hard for me to ever admit that Matthew Stafford's not my favorite dog because like he's just always been. He just feels like my dog. We're the same age. He was there when we were, when like we were that there. Age, yeah, because know? me and him are the exact same age. Like Matthew Stafford's yeah. just my guy. But I was like, Matthew Stafford never did none of this. Sh- he never made me feel this way. You know what I mean? None of those teams. Did. Like Stafford was always Moses. Like I can get you there, but I can't go to the promised land. But like, dude, Stetson Bennett and hell, Stetson's almost the same age as me and Matthew Stafford too. But like, dude, look at what he fucking did. Like, goddamn. Arguably plays better when he has to. So like, no, not not arguably. You don't even have to. Does. Like, yeah, does. The he does. Yeah, explicitly show. Yeah, right. He's, he plays he's the better. best Georgia quarterback that's ever best Georgia player ever. Ever. Yeah. Of all time. That's yeah. So even, like, you're right. We moment. don't we don't have to talk about Herschel anymore. No. Yeah. I mean, if best running back ever. Sure. Maybe, but I mean, yeah. hell, I don't remember. For Georgia, yeah, I mean, biggest liar ever. Yeah. Like, I, I remember as a kid. When I, I was still just, like No Shine better. Oh, I love No Shine. Yeah. He was one of my guys. Danny Ware, I'll take Danny Ware over. Oh, I did not like Danny Ware, buddy. <laughs> dude, no. I don't know why. Dude, Chubb and Gurley, uh, Chubb, Gurley, Sony, Michelle, dude, all I take over uh, Herschel. So when uh, when we first got Danny Ware. I went to a cheerleading competition with my sister because she was cheering in Rockmart, and I met Danny Ware's grandma. You're such a bitch. So like, I I bought in on it. I went I went to the Sports Spectrum and got a custom Georgia Danny Ware toboggan made, and then he sucked shit. And I just I think I gave it to Lexus. But yeah, I met his grandma, and I was just like, "Well, he this is fate. He has to be good." Jesus, <laughs> you had a Danny Ware thing the same way. Uh, one of our friends. Used his girlfriend to catfish Caleb King into coming to Georgia, aka my sister was this girl. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Catfished Caleb King into thinking he was going to Georgia and he's had this girl already, you know, it was going to be as if he didn't have enough. That's so funny. I remember that. But, you know, and that, that made this, this guy real invested that Caleb King was going to be a good yeah. back and he was going to be responsible yeah. for recruiting yeah, yeah. him. And it's like, first of all, I probably should have said that was weird that he was doing that. But we didn't, didn't know. know. We didn't know. No, we didn't. We, didn't. we were all just like, hell yeah, go dogs. Yeah, we didn't know. But uh, I thought Caleb King was trash, and he was, and so was Danny Ware. But the girly Chubb Sony was a nice little trio to have. You don't get that very often. This is the mark of a true fan. It's not talking about the legends. It's talking about the players who suck shit. Well, if you want to go to the shittiest players of all time, Okay, look, they're about to show if uh, Jones ran the wrong route. or Oh, he got maybe a little held, yeah. Man, most of this game has yeah. just been showing replays of Trevor Lawrence interceptions. interceptions and him shaking his hair. <laughs> oh. Shake that hair, bitches. bitches. Let me see what you got. But, no, you're right, man. I mean, Stetson's like, Stetson's the, uh, ooh, that was slick. Little sidearm That jiggle. was slick. God damn, that over is going to hit. Mm, Gerald Everett. Everett was the guy who got in so much bullshit um, on that Monday night game where he, he had just caught like a 70-yard pass and he was trying to get him to take him out because he was tired. Yeah. And then he didn't run his route and that Trevor threw a, or, uh, Herbert threw a pick six to lose the game. Yeah. And everybody's like, Everett. He got he burned. Run, he, he didn't run his route. And it was like, he, he was trying to come out of the game and say, <laughs> yeah, I'm too right. tired to run a route. But he's not too tired now. That was a slick little throw right there. Buddy, where'd he go to college? Justin Herbert. Yeah, 
Uh, Oregon? Oregon. Oh, that's right. Duh. I knew that. Look at that beautiful ball. Oh, my God. He played, oh, he caught it out of bounds. He played during uh, during what I kind of call the lost years for me because we were touring so fucking heavy that, like, the only game that I watched the was the Georgia, Georgia game. game. And sometimes I even missed that because I was on stage. Because, like, we were in different parts of the country. So, like, I would do my best to watch the Georgia game. But, like, son, I didn't know one Heisman candidate unless they went to Georgia. I didn't know fucking shit. Dude, think about it. I still don't. Like, do well, you know I'll be honest with you. I don't care. Actually, you know what? Those were the lost years, but it also formed how I still watch college football. I, I don't think it's lost years. I think it's just you. those Change. years you realize that I don't really need to watch all these stupid college yeah, right. football games. and. Well, I didn't watch a lot of NFL either. But you weren't but, able to because you, yeah. and your Sunday like, was I, always travel my day. My fanhood adjusted when I was working in restaurants and went back to school, and uh, Paul was there. Sunday. But but you had to. I, I could only watch the Georgia game, and sometimes I couldn't even get to like I would have to go to the back and watch it, or I'd have to run to the bar even if I had seven tables. Yeah, and the but you you that's when I started liking NFL more because yeah. I was off on Sunday. So, it was exactly. easier to get off on Sunday. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, this is ten times fucking better than college, except yeah. for the Georgia game. I love the dogs, but this is better, too, because I don't have to stress out about, like, if I was a Jags fan, for example, or a Titans fan, I would be so stressed out about how shitty both those teams yeah, are. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, who was the Heisman winner this year? USC guy? Caleb Williams. The thirsty guy. Caleb Williams. Uh, Caleb Williams, a dehydrated That's the gentleman. first time I ever heard his name. Was uh, won Heisman. He went to Oklahoma, I think, and then he went to. Yeah. Uh, he took Spencer Rattler's job, which I only know this from like watching Sports Center. Yeah, right. That's the one. Like in the morning when I get up, I turn on Sports Center when I have my coffee or my breakfast. So that's the extent of my college football coverage outside of Georgia. I don't watch. I watched a few minutes of Alabama, Tennessee. Don't give a fuck. It's pro football. I mean, yeah. Like, I devote enough of my time the, to pro football. I don't have the time Alabama to Tennessee game is a game that if I am uh, if I'm available to sit in and watch a game, I'm going to watch it. Is Eckler going to score another? Touchdown yeah, right of here? course he, he is. This stop. is his zone right here. Yeah, it's the eighteen yards. Yeah, eighteen yard line. Look, he's running a wheel route. Oh, Ooh, he was Eckler was open on the wheel route. Did you see that? Yeah, like literally, Eckler's not like you know Marshawn was a like give it to him on the four, four or the three. Eckler is a if you're within yeah. 18 yards, he's getting 18. In. He well, slips. And, well, he he had I think he set the record for receptions for a running back this year too. He had a hundred. Oh, really? I mean, for the Chargers, I know he set the, and he broke Ladanian's record. Oh, he had I don't like that. A hundred and seven catches. Yeah, he's he That's he's crazy. really good and boring. And but I dude, mean that with respect. But uh, he also is really good on these draw plays where he's just like a shotgun single back, and they just hand it to him. He's getting 17. He might not get three, but yeah, he'll but give you 17, yeah, exactly. one out of three. Yeah, I wouldn't hand it to him at the goal line. No. I would only hand it to him at the 17. Well, well he's yeah, pretty good. He's yeah, very strong yeah, for his yeah. size. No, I know. He's like, he's, he's like uh, weird. Like he's, um, I don't really know who to compare him to. Cause, I don't know, like he's got deceptively strong legs and he's slippery. And he gets a lot of yak. He reminds me of a, more aggressive Tiki Barber. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. They've got the same hairline, too. Ah! If Austin Eckler had a twin brother named Rondé Eckler. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just want everybody. Is Meg home? It's Meg home. If she is, she's so. drunk. I'm happy. Let's, we finally have a real producer in the house. Let's see if that's her. 
Nope, that's the neighbors across the street. Clam? Um, I, I don't, I'm not going to be aggressive or rude because I do like my neighbors, but uh, they always, no matter what, back into the driveway. I hate that. Every time, and it's like, what are you saving yourself from? Is this an apocalypse thing? And so, in case of, in case of emergency, you got to rush out. Why? Every dude, are like, you backing in? There's so many people that, like, you know, they, like, a lot of dudes. It's usually if you see a dude that drives a Ford F two fifty, but it's not for work. Like, he just wants to drive that. He always backs into spots and makes or, it a big fucking deal. Backs in, and and I'm even I'm okay with you backing in if there's no traffic. Yeah, but sure. What really bothers me is if there's people on both sides, like yeah. in a parking lot, trying to get by, and, and you you, yes. you have to back into your parking lot at Golden Corral. Yes, like, like obviously if you've got the time, whatever I get it. But here's what bothers those are the same guys that take up two parking spots too with that yeah, same for F-250. sure. But here's what bothers me is they go, well, I do this so that it's easier to pull out when I want to leave. It's like, but it's harder to do this. You're just doing the thing in reverse. I think Herbert's throwing it too hard. Later, it's like yes, later it will be easier, but right now it's harder. But why is it why is it easier later? Because you can just pull straight out. But you can just pull straight in. I know. So it's like you're just reversing the situation. But I guess I don't know why it's easy. Like, neither one of those are difficult tasks. Like, everybody no, none can of do them. it. So. But dudes just, dudes really like, they, for some reason, they think that this right here looks manly. I like, like, going like this. Right, tell me if, I think those same people, if they could, they would be like, all right, so I sleep for eight hours. The first eight hours, I only inhale. I breathe in the first eight hours. And then the second half of the day, I just get to exhale the whole time. And it's yeah. so much easier to just exhale. And I just do all my exhaling from all that breathing in. It's like, why? It would also be like if someone was like, before I mow my yard, I go ahead and edge with my weed eater. That way <laughs> afterwards I don't have to. And it's like, you're still doing it. Like, you still have to do the thing. You're just doing it in the reverse order. Like, who gives a fuck? But, like, when you back it, and they always, they have to put their arm here, and they, and they, they, the way they steer the wheel is not a way they would ever steer the wheel in any other situation. Yeah, it's They've a, got their palm on it. Like, yeah, the palm, uh, like, uh, 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 with uh, the juice in one hand and the yeah, palm on it. Like, yeah. It's just, it's unnecessary. It's so fucking stupid. And you're right, they're always at a golden corral. Is that a new, is that... Oh, I thought that was a new iPhone no, flip. I was about to be so excited. Yeah, those people are usually at the Golden Corral, and all the parking spots are two at, back one then. car in two spots. Yeah, getting spit roasted by a line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's uh, they backed in, and but, they're all sitting there waiting for somebody else to back in. So nobody ever eats at Golden Corral. No, they just back in. They just back in and wait for other people to back and, in their trucks and ask each other if they're modern woodmen. No, I take that back. The only people that get to eat is the handicapped. People that yeah. they get those, everybody gets out of the way if they're backing out, unless the handicapped people pull straight in. Because you know who can back out just fine? The handicapped people have no problem. None at all. Backing out at the end of uh-uh. their meal. They got a lot of, of space. Floor. Everybody else in the F 250 has. I got to tell you this. I think that, and maybe they do, uh, and I mean this with all due respect, but the Golden Corral should have more handicapped spots than most restaurants. Because I think they do. Okay, they yeah, do. Yeah. Okay, pretty yeah. sure the whole first three rows is just handicapped. Yeah, yeah and they because... had to buy that lot next to Denny's to, for yeah. additional parking. Spillover. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're the only one spillover. Uh, yeah, because the Shonies. spillover handicap. But yeah, dude, like backing in later versus doing now. That's like, do I call my mom before I jerk off? Or no? <laughs> yeah. after, like, like a normal. You're calm. Person. You're calling her afterwards. And you won't yell at her. 
And if you, you call her before, then you'll think about your mom while you're jerking There's off. There's Paris Hilton. I know. I just shit on her today, and I said nobody knows who she is. <laughs> yeah, it's dude. been 11 Paris. years. Oh, oh it's, it's because, because the, Olympics? the Olympics are in Paris. Wow. Uh, new Night Court? Oh, I thought that was Ashton Kutcher in the New Night Court. I wish. Oh, shit. Is John Larroquette? John Larroquette's... No, he's in it. He's in the was new... That, that was Larroquette. I thought that was Larroquette Jr. No, that's Larroquette Sr. I'll be goddamn. I don't know how to make cuts of uh, just that over and over yeah. again, but let's just loop that. Of, uh, of us being uh, surprised that John Larroquette's still alive. Our reaction to John Larroquette not being dead was the same. I'll be think- goddamn. <laughs> well, what else are you going to say? Look at the, all the hair in this thing, dude. And, uh, Herbert Herbert shouldn't have cut his shit either. Oh, it's back out, though. It's Look at this new long. championship shirt Amber got me that looks vintage. Oh, shit. Yeah, 2022. That's a nice color of red, too. I know. I love oh, it. It's perfect. It's a subtle red. Yeah. It's not I would a, hate to not see aggressive. that. I would hate to see that shirt play the 49ers, though. Yeah. Oh, that. my God. Me, Jesus. too. Get out of here. Get out of here, Dunn. Why is Dunn here? That's, a, that's another reason I'm glad. With the, the only reason I'm glad that the way they did the seeding is so that we didn't have to play Ohio State in the national championship because, like, I couldn't have watched it. It had been rough. Too too stressful. Like, yeah, us playing here. Alabama also didn't hit for me. Well, my sweaty straight jacket is over there. That My little black blanket that I wrap up in that uh, during the Georgia game may cause it my straight jacket because I <laughs> wrap myself up in it so I can't wiggle around too much. And I just stand right here, and I just have my straight jacket. And I stand up the whole game, and I only – well, I'll break the pee and drink a beer, but – I've been meaning to ask you this on the podcast, actually. Do you still wear your uh, fart diaper? So the fart diaper and the piss jug are both uh, – <laughs> have both been used less this season. Yeah, because you're growing up. Well, no, the fart diaper has just turned into, like, a sweat burrito. It's- <laughs> It got bigger. Meg got us a bigger ass blanket, and we got a new heat unit, a heating and air unit, so it's warmer in the house. The blanket is four times thicker, and so now all I do is just sweat while I sleep, and I think it's probably good. Oh yeah, you know, just burning out some shit, burning out my water while I sleep, and then I hydrate a lot during the day, so it seems to be fine. Yeah, or maybe I have a disease. I don't know, but I've been wrapping up. So the fart diaper is still the same, but it just is soaked in a new level of. Uh, like an arm and hammer, what they're trying to yeah. fix. Yeah, I, uh, I got my mom and dad got me a 50 pound weighted blanket for, um, for Christmas, so I'm sweating a lot, but also it, the fart got nowhere to go. Yeah, it just stays you know in there with the sweat. It stays it in there. It could, yeah, fermented number. fart. It is a convection type. Dude, uh, I was very wrong to bet 50 on the Jags. Well, oh, but they just roughed the punter. Throw yeah, they the did. Flag. Throw it. No, they not Oh, wow. Even Al's Shit punt, too. Uh, the worst thing about the fart diaper, though, is um, when the wife gets a queef diaper. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're, we're all adults here. I'll, I'll call it a pussy fart. Oh, you know why they didn't call it? It was his own player that did it. Oh, they pushed the blocker the, into his, the punter. Yeah. What a dipshit Jags piece of shit thing to do. Wait, that was the Jags, right? I looked at my phone. I can't decide if we should... You know what we should do? We should wait and call Paul if the Jags kind of make a run. 
Well, I think halftime is a at That's least a, good a definite call, call. Yeah, yeah, call Paul at halftime. We can get his take on the first half. Yeah, he's gonna be shit faced. Oh yeah, he told me already he's gonna be real drunk when we call you him. Give me liquor. Yeah, you want some? I kind of just want a shot. We well, get a shot. Uh, you want to do a shot? Uh, I mean, when in Rome. Yeah, right. Uh, so I've got Meg's fancy blue gin. Ooh, I don't know about gin. Okay, I used to know about it. Oh, Paul, we'll be right back. We're doing shots. We're doing shots, Paul, for the uh, Jack. Jack. I've got uh, Seagram's seven. Ooh. I mean, I'm not opposed to that. Uh, I've got this. Is that Cam's? This is a dark rum here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm for that. Okay, dark rum. I don't know if it's shitty or good. I'm, I'm for it. I like rum. You like the rum? Yeah, I like rum. Alright, well, it's risky. This is a risky rum. I haven't tried it in a while. You want to smell it? No, that smells great. Okay. Yeah, it's like sweet caramel. It's like, yeah, I think it's like a candier version of the Kraken rum. You know, it's a... Yeah. Like, the Kraken is horse shit. But I used to drink it. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, do, do you I, want me to just drink it out of the No, no, I'm getting you a shot. Okay, right yeah, I wanted you to be able to still talk to Paul while I get oh, this yeah, shot. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. So, Paul, uh, allow me to uh, uh, let you know what we're drinking here. This is a uh, it's a fine rum. It's a Hamilton Hamilton Ministry of Rum Collection, a Jamaican pot steel black distilled by Worthy Park Estate in Jamaica, Patented 1670. Well, here's the deal, Rob. They've been around since 1670. You can't suck for 400 years. You know what I'm saying? Well, like vampire. It's like my like whenever I was in New York and uh, UGA shot glass, and there I would see a restaurant, and I was trying to wonder if it was good. I wouldn't look up reviews. I would just Paul look up how it. how old was it because yeah. I'm like New York is probably the most competitive food market in the world. That's why it's so good. Yeah, so if you're like, not good. If you a, make if it a, six months. If a restaurant has been there for 30, 40 years. It's a banger. It, or it's at least like you can count on it. What are they talking about the dogs for? Because the Chargers tackle is going uh, up all night against the Jaguars linebacker. Yeah. Both played at Georgia last year. Champions. So we got, yeah. We got the rookie tackle versus going up all night against Walker. But yeah. That's, oh shit. What happened here? Uh, yeah, dude. If, if it's been around since, yeah. like those pubs you went to in Europe yeah. have been around since 1380. Yeah. It's they're good. doing something it, okay. It's good. It's they at least there. not shitty. But yeah, New York, like every little uh, food truck is the tacos are great. Yeah, like pizza or whatever it has because if it's not it can't, good, it's it's it going to go. exist in that market. There's too much demand for good shit. Also, dude, like <laughs> even just just in order to get the money to put up the money to open a place in New York, you got to be coming at me with some kind of heat. Because you know what I mean? Like, even good places have failed. Well, because you got to be good to just have a food truck in New York. And yeah. a lot of the food trucks, once they get yeah. enough cash flow, they can yeah. get a brick-and-mortar restaurant. Yeah. And then they can grow another one if they get enough cash flow. Yeah. Here. But, like, it's not easy. The halal guys or whatever, I think is what they're called. Halal. They have, like, they're, like, they started in New York, and it was just, like, one halal truck, but now they're all over New York. There's a fucking reason that they're all over New York. Like, is they, it they it, don't they don't just give you you no, just get a bunch of trucks. No. It I mean, is it probably cheap lamb? Of course. Do they do it real good? You're goddamn right they do. They have to. Dude, at fucking one o'clock in the morning when you stop by the halal guys and get that yellow rice and lamb slathered in that tzatziki sauce, I mean you got you a stew going, baby. I tell you what I've been doing wrong my whole life until two weeks ago is uh, I haven't eaten Ethiopian food. Yeah, Chris was and telling it me fucking about. Hit. Did you go with Chris? No, Meg and I went um, when we were in Syracuse. Yeah, 
there was this, uh, no, we were somewhere, I think we were in Salem, Virginia randomly, but there was this cool market that had, uh, cuisines from all around the world. I love um, that shit. And it was so cool, but there was a lot of different places and they had a bar with a coffee shop, live music. Um, but we went and got Ethiopian and it was fucking awesome. Man. Yeah. We, we got like, I got the chicken and Meg got the steak and we just kind of like swap seed. Yeah. It was so fucking I think good. Chris was telling me the other day that he went to an Ethiopian place and it was really good. I don't know if I said any of the things right, but they knew what I meant. They weren't dicks about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, but was it like real spicy and shit? Yeah. It, yeah. It was like, um, not as sweet as Thai. It was almost like, uh. Oh, see, that's my shit. Yeah, yeah. I love Thai. Thai is one, probably my favorite. Me too. Sushi of, of, the yeah, of the Asian. Yeah, of the, yeah, yeah, of the, of the Asian. Thai. I yeah. love Thai. Like I'm, Italian, obviously. Is it racist the, to say that? No. I like sushi and Thai? No. I mean, if it is, but then dude, I'm racist because I love sushi and Thai. I don't know what Ethiopian is, but it's fucking yeah. delicious. No, I think of the Asians, like, I think sushi and sashimi, but but it's like, you almost can't give a country credit for raw fish. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, not like they do anything to it. God already didn't cook yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But if we're talking about the cooked Asian... It's Thai for me, and it's like kind of not even close. Like Thai curry, mung bean yeah, noodles, they use the coconut milk, the coconut sweet, yeah, and they the use ye- curry, Thai yellow curry oh, with tom kha soup and mung bean noodles. Oh fuck! You, like you fuck with the masamon curry? Uh, is that the red? It's orange. Oh yeah, I've had that. Yeah, 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 yeah I like yeah, yeah. that. So it's it's kind of between the yellow and the red. Uh, but yeah, I like the yellow. Does it have one. potatoes in it? Yes, it does. Yeah, see, I'm in it's on got that. Potatoes, nuts, yeah, and just meat, onions, yeah. onions, potatoes. Oh nuts. well, then it's basically like the yellow except for it's a little peanuts. Sweeter. It's a little sweeter. Oh, well, peanuts. I'd like it even yeah. better because my favorite thing about the yellow is that it's sweet and it has yeah. potatoes and carrots in it. The muscle. I'm like, this is just Indian pot pie. This is awesome. It also, if I'm not mistaken, and I probably am, it seems a little creamier. I love that. It might just be the potatoes because I like to mush the potatoes. Yeah, yeah, up. yeah. I do too. So it might be that I'm yeah. mushing the potatoes, but the nuts give it such a nice crunch when yeah. you get the mush potatoes. And yeah, I'm, I'm all is, about Thai is when I started liking onions, buddy. I never yeah. liked onions when they stew it all pie. together. Oh man, I fuck it. Like I could literally eat, and when I'm in LA, often I do like I just eat Thai every meal. I love it so much. This is making me hungry. Uh, did you get a, Did you get your fill of liquor? Oh, I haven't taken the. Sh- okay. I haven't shoot the shot. Okay, yet. shoot the shot. Let's see here. It's starting to. It smells like a cake. The uh, the guest room is is ready for you. Pretty if garbage. You need to stay. Yeah, it's gross. I don't like it. But well, they you been, have to take a shot now. They've been making shit. Now, I'm not drinking this shit. You said when in Rome. Yeah, but I didn't know you were going to drink the nasty rum from Jamaica. Well, all right. Well, I'm not going to peer pressure you into drinking. No, no, it, I'm but... not even drinking tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I drank last night. When... You, what did you mean by winning rum? Then, like you just saying no, stuff. I, I said winning rum. Oh, okay. you didn't hear what I said. I thought I said you're going to have a shot, and you said winning rum. I said winning rum. Okay, but I, right. I was just saying that. Okay, respect, respect, respect. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the guy that's going to. Yeah. So last night after Meg and I went to her fancy place she likes for dinner. What place? Uh, Rosecomb. It's where Peyton Manning likes to go when he's in town for oh, drinks. But okay. It's like in an old house on the North Shore and they've restored it. And they have not f- big food, but it's like... Boy, that's bad. That rum? That's horrible. Yeah, why would you drink that? I like rum. Yeah. Rum's also been one to me. I'm like, well, if it's bad, it's still sweet. Okay, Trev. He sucks, man. Dicks. Anyways, go ahead. Rosecomb. Over is looking bad. So we go to Rosecomb, and it's like 
it's pretty upscale. It's not like um, they don't have like eighty dollars steaks and shit like that. But it's like more like we had deviled eggs and Meg got a burger and I got uh, Southern Chic. They have yeah. catfish and grits. Oh my god, it, it was awesome, dude. It was perfect. Yeah, over something um, bad. But we go from there. So that's more Meg style, you know, kind of fancy, but like good food. Um, move number two on our date night was the trashiest bar that I could think of. Which Lamar's. Is Fireside. Oh, okay. No, Lamar's been closed for years. What? Like 2017? Lamar's been shut down Word? for a long time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that would have been close to the last time I went, but like yeah. it was one of those where like I didn't go all the time, but I knew it was there. Well, Lamar's is not nearly as, no, Lamar's wasn't nearly as, um, white trash as this bar. Oh, well, yeah, it's just old and dingy. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm talking about, like, I like to go to bars that are super trashy. I'm, you know, where they're, I need a lot of the Aryan Nation are hanging out. Not that far, but, like, there needs to be some motorcycle connotations around and cigarettes inside and outside. Yeah, right. we uh, end up smoking a bowl in the car with the drummer and Petty John, who's the guitar. Nice. But uh, we went to Fireside, the shittiest, grossest, dingiest bar. There's a live band playing. I've never even heard of it. It's right there. Oh, okay. Uh, it's in, what do you call it, Tiftonia, which is right around the middle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, I have. I heard Ben Chapman play there one time. Yes, you did. Yeah. But we saw uh, Petty John was playing there last night. So we went, and I got shit-faced at the little trash bar. Nice. So that's why I'm not having rum tonight. But I will always encourage, if you want some rum, I'm pulling it out. Can I tell you something? Dude. I never thought I'd say this, but like, because to me, dive bars were my absolute favorite thing. I loved them so much. It's like the only bar I wanted to it's hang out with. Like. But now that I don't get like shit-faced as much, I much prefer like a really nice place with leather seats yeah. and like jack... Because... When I'm in a when I'm that. in a dive bar, good Another God, pick, he threw three. You piece of shit. Maybe LA's gonna hit the over by themselves. Jesus, no, but right. No, Corey, I just I had seven draft ultras. Yeah, I didn't get blackout. I didn't get shit faced. No, I know you don't have to do that, but you can go to the dive bars and have a cig. Yeah, dive bars make me want to get blackout, but like if I'm just having like two or three, I don't want to go to a dive bar. I want to go to like a place they're playing Frank Sinatra. And there's, you know, like I said, leather seats and the fucking bartenders wearing like a, not a suit, but like a, 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 a vest. This is not an know. age thing, by the way. This is a, you are a classist now. Yeah, okay. Well, I, yeah, no, no you're, I, I'm fair. Sorry. No, 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 you're fair. just in the elite. You're in the yeah, press. Right. You don't want to have a cigarette and guys get in a fight in the back in the bathroom. Yeah, I don't. Well, now when I was in Europe, I really enjoyed it, but it was like an experience. That's what it is for me. I don't, I do this like, Twice a year, yeah. we go to this shitty... And, dude, now, I'm to, telling you... It to be like, fair, I'd go to Bud's right now. So, it's just like Bud's, but Meg's... Last night, and Bud's is Meg's favorite dive bar in Chattanooga. Meg best. said last night, this place is like Bud's, but better. It's not what you're thinking. It's not like... Um, no, I've been there. Okay. I'm, again, fundamentally, I'm for these places. It's just that, like, I I would have to be in the I'm, throw, I'm leaving it all on the field... Mode because if I'm in a bar and like it's a place that's gonna play some Sammy Kershaw, I mean I want to drink twenty beers, break one over the bar, and stab somebody with it. You used to, yeah, right. But you don't want to do that anymore. I know. I want to sit in a leather chair. <laughs> the chair has nothing to do. Yeah, it does. You're talking it does about for me. your intake. Uh, but here's what you're saying. 
You just want to sit in a leather chair with Sinatra playing. I do. Okay. I want to be around the top brass. You can do the same thing that you're saying at the same place, but you just think, no, this is what these mental blocks. You tell yourself you can't do Robbie, No, Robbie, can I tell you what it is? Yeah. I, it's, and I'm going to tell you that you're right. I uh, only want people like me to be able to be in there. Like, I don't want... I don't want Eckler, the fucking I don't uh, want the guy in the fucking denim vest to bother me. They no. don't bother, nobody bothers you. Uh, you get bothered when you go to Buds? No. It's just like Buds. No, I know. Listen, I'm just in a fancy place in my life. You're correct. I'm 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 I know, but it's you're self aware about it, which I makes am, it less intolerable. I, I, yeah, and like I I'm willing to admit it, like I'm in a place in my life where I genuinely do like uh the fancy service. And, but, but only because, really, what I prefer to all of it is to do none of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you'd rather be at home. I'd rather be at home. Well, but so if I have to be out, now, granted, I spent three of the four nights I was in LA last week at a Buffalo Wild Wings. So I'm not going to pretend that you're not like I know your situation right now is pretty cool and like, but I go back and forth like into the world. My wife Meg is a fancy person. Yeah, world. she drives a Cadillac. Yeah, she. So I have that, and I enjoy yeah. those things. But if there's a game on TV, or if there's a, a guitar playing, I want there to be a trashier bar yeah. by me that just has wings, fried pickles, and draft cold beer that's if, shitty. It's true that opposites attract, because if they didn't, realistically, it would make more sense for you and Amber to be together, and me and Meg to be together. Yeah, me and Amber would have burned down this first house yeah. the first day. Yeah, right. But Meg digs at doing the both. Like she likes going and doing her half well, of the I thing, and then my half, you know. But and when Amber likes when I take her out to a nice dinner or whatever, but like Amber is definitely way more comfortable at Buds. Well, also, there's no way to brag about Buds, and so yeah, it's yeah. hard like, for me to do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a heater, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to say. I guess we're all at last night well, again, and sending people pictures of your oysters at Buds is not <laughs> impressive. Like I've done it. Yeah, I've done it, but like. But but also I will say, again it's not out of me completely because the other night I went to a Michelin star restaurant for dinner and then left there and went to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch the game <laughs> and four nights in a row or three nights in and row. frankly um, don't get me wrong a, a couple of the things I had at the Michelin star restaurant were genuinely like transcendent they were great but I don't think I enjoyed them as much as I did my my forty eight. Uh, just regular buffalo wings. They were good as fuck because, like, it's now, the Waterboy principle, dude. I'm, the Waterboy's just as good of a movie as Casablanca. You're right. It's just a different movie. movie. You're right, and that's so fucking true. Uh, I'm talking myself out of it. No, you're not wrong in the things that you like. All I'm saying is I'm a little trashier than you, and uh, that's cool. It's a circumstantial thing. If someone was like, "Do you want to watch the game?" I'd be like, "Yeah, let's go to Buffalo Wild Wings." Or dude, don't be. Or, dude, you've done heroin and I have it. Don't beat yourself yeah, right, up. Yeah, you've right, done heroin, right. like speedballed. Yeah, you uh, speed, I've only done. But you know, but like if someone said, "Hey, do you just want to go get a couple drinks?" Then I would be like, "Yeah, let's go to the smokehouse in Burbank and uh, sit what at the, the fuck is that? It's a it's it's the reason that Clooney's uh, production company is called Smokehouse is because that's the restaurant when they were working at ER. It's right behind the Warner Brothers lot. And the thing about Smokehouse is. It's kind of a mixture of both because they haven't updated it since the 60s. So, like, they shoot a lot of Hollywood movies there because they, if, if they want to shoot a scene from a movie in the 60s, they can just go to Smokehouse because it hasn't changed. 
So, like, you can eat expensive stuff there, but at the same time, you can also get, like, French dip. You can get potato soup, you know. But, like, they have a really nice shrimp cocktail and some really good drinks. And it's just one of those Hollywood kind of standards. But you will also have just, like, regular families from out of town coming in there just fattened. But, like, that's where I want to go to have a couple drinks where it's like, yeah, everybody can come in here. But, like, there's an air about this place. There's a mystique. There's a history. You don't Sinatra pa- might come in. You don't pass out on the toilet there. No. Okay. No. I like to go to places, not necessarily that only Sinatra could be, but a place that Sinatra, if he walked in, it wouldn't be weird. Okay. Do Except for remember, now he's dead. Do you remember, I'm not arguing because I know you said, you've acknowledged it and been very self-aware, but do you remember we've had a conversation before about sometimes you have these mental blocks about, oh, I can't do that in this situation. and I, and well, I, I can just, do anything. I know, I'm going I, with preference. And I would say... Yeah, you, but what I'm saying is some of the things you think you don't prefer because you're like, I can't, and that'll be hard, but then once you get into it, I think you would like going to fucking JR's or whatever. Oh, I know I would. I've been. I've been. I loved it. I'm just, I'm talking about preference. Not if someone said, this, if someone ever says this is what we're doing, I'm in. Yeah. I'm never going to go, no, I'd rather do, like. Unless you can stay home. Unless I can say, huh? If someone's like, hey, we're going out and this is what we're doing, I'm never once going to go, I don't want to, I'll just go, sure. And of course I love it. I'm just saying, my preference, if it's Corey Forster's perfect day and he's making the rules, like, we're going to, uh, and what, that's why I loved wait, fucking. Wait, here's, here's what I need you to do though, because I know that we don't live in the, I don't know the Burbank restaurants and Paul has some weird Jacksonville shit that's probably all veteran owned. But <laughs> tell me a place that I know of that is like the perfect day for you in Chattanooga area, somewhere we can drive to comfortably. Well, see, it's funny because when I'm here, I don't feel that like because like to me like um, uh, walk-ons like that's where I want to go. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's like kind of a bar. It, but, because that's I want to. That's if sports are happening. Yeah. You know what I mean. But like when I'm home, I don't want to go to bars at all. The only reason I, time I want to go to bars is like if I'm out and it's like. I kind of want to be around people because I'm alone. Yeah. When you home, travel. At home, I'm not alone yeah. because Amber's there. So here's what I'm saying. Drinking what, in my hotel is not fun. So what what I do on Fridays is the equivalent to like what you the itch that you scratch when you travel and you go out and it's like, well, this is an event. I'm here in a yeah. town. For me, I just go out and have to create those one day at a time. But if everyone was like, Corey, you get to pick tonight what we're doing, and it's not football season, yeah. so there's no football. It's on. a free day. It's a free day. We're all going, I would choose uh, let's go to Giardino's. That's, that's where I'd yeah, want to go. Italian? That's where yeah. I'd want to go because it's good food and it's kind of swanky. You know, I like that. Um, but like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's just I don't know. I like, that. this is why I like Scotland so much because Scotland Every bar was the perfect hybrid because they are all from 1500, so they're old and cool looking. But there's dudes passed out at the bar. Yeah, they're the all like, bus, and, and, and people bus, and people dress a little mm. nicer there. You know, like people are wearing their tweed hats, but they're all rough and having a good time. But like the place looks like uh, where you would meet William Faulkner for a drink. You know what I'm saying? So like the people are acting like they're at JJ's Bohemia, but it looks like the Shire from. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Like, that's perfect to me. I thought you somehow were gonna, like, as you kept talking, get less fancy at some point, and it just kept getting more to where it was like, 
Well, I'm just biased from Scotland. You know, when I go to Scotland. No, no, no. I'm not biased from it. I'm saying like you're I think, running off all I, of our viewers. I, I think. Yeah, I think that's why I like Scotland so much because like holy shit, this is a place where I can have best of both worlds. Yeah, where like everybody here is. They probably have music playing. Yeah, and off. it's and it's fucking fiddle shit. Like, but for your maidens, but it looks nice because like it looks old and I ascribe old with nice yeah. because here if something's really really old it was made well and it's leather and antiquity's it's cool you that's know? what I'm saying antiquity. antiquity's wonderful I All love right, that if Trevor throws another pick in the first half so we're at 17 to nothing Trevor has thrown three picks this has not been much of anything to talk no, about. No, but they're going to have to come back, so I'm still feeling good about the over. The over is going to hit, I think, maybe in the fourth, end of the fourth quarter. Dude, Trevor's about to get, oh he's about to God. fumble. Jesus, all right, maybe not the over. Paul, for the record, even though I'm a Titans fan, not even just because of my bets, I was, I was low-key rooting for the Jags because I like a good story, and I like the team that has had to come back from the Urban Meyer bullshit. And, and it's the team of the guy we do a podcast for. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's your shit. It feels like fate. And also, every and regardless of the fact that Trevor Lawrence went to Clemson, who I hate possibly worse than any other football team, uh, he seems like a pretty decent dude. I'm rooting for him. You know, I think me and you, Robbie, talked about this a while back. It's so much different now with, like, the like players being so much younger than us that I can't hate them anymore. They're children. They're children, and I'm just like, I want you to achieve your dreams. Like, you child, go. Do your thing. Um, but, yeah, Paul, this does not look good. Trevor Lawrence looks like absolute dog shit. Granted, the defensive front for the Chargers is putting a lot of pressure on, but he's not really, um, man, Sean Alexander. Buddy, he was a flash in the pan. absolute flash in the pan. Buddy, he was like Abalama. almost great for real quick. I had a Sean Alexander jersey when I was a kid. I remember that 3-7. Me and Amber were, speaking of jerseys, we were cleaning out uh, my office and a bunch of things for our baby room today. And so Amber was going through all my clothes, and she was like, okay, Corey, this couch over here is the bad pile. This is the good pile. I'm going to show you the clothes, and you say, good pile or bad pile. We have to throw away some of your clothes. And normally I've just always been like, no, Amber, I'll just get a storage building. I don't throw away my clothes. I love them all. But I was trying to be a good husband, so I was like, okay, Corey, think about it objectively. Are you going to wear this? My point is, it is literally comical, the amount of football jerseys that I have. I have four Steve McNair jerseys. <laughs> four! You needed them. I needed them. But two of them are the exact same, by the way. Like, Well, you probably lost one. Yeah, that's what happens is I won't find one. I'll go buy another one, then I'll, I'll find the other one. What are some of the other jerseys that you have? I'd be curious to see through. I know you Moose have Terrell Davis. and Ter- Terrell Davis, Musa Smith, uh, two different Matthew Stafford, no Sean Marino, Todd Gurley College, Todd Gurley Rams, um, Earl Campbell. Um, oh fuck I've me! I've seen most of these. I feel Brett like. Favre. I've Brett, seen three of the McNair. Brett Favre, another yeah, Brett Favre. Yeah, and they're the same jersey. Uh, Dan Marino. Uh, fucking holy shit! Uh, I, 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 I'm blanking. I'm blanking. I said Musa Smith. You said Musa. No, Sean. 
Todd Gurley. You're another Georgia running back. Chubb. You got a Chubb. I don't think I have a Chubb jersey. Oh, I have two different Merino jerseys. I've got the Merino jersey that you just buy at the bookstore, and then I've got one that I special ordered that's a game, like a, one of the game-worn ones with Merino's name on the back and shit. How I've many, got two Georgia helmets. How many Herschel jerseys did you have? One, and one. I gave it away. Who'd you give it to? Lloyd. It's still out in the world? I gave it to Lloyd. Kirby was over there, and Amber pulled up the the Herschel jersey. And because and, and, and at this point, Amber knew that I wasn't saying I would I wasn't saying no to any jersey. Like if it's a jersey, it's staying. And Amber picked up the, the Herschel jersey, and she goes, well, "I know where this is going." And I go, "Actually, Amber, I this this is kind of wrapping us back to what we were talking about." I go, "It's time for me to let that one go." And she's like, "Are you serious?" And I go. Listen, I have a comical amount of jerseys. I can lose the Herschel Walker one. I said, because frankly, I'm not going to wear it anywhere. And then Kirby looked at me and she goes, hey, Lloyd would really like that. And I was like, Lloyd can have it. It's going to a good home. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah, that's fine. Lloyd will be quiet about it. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Javon Curse. Uh, of course, And this is just football, by the way. Basketball. I've got a Will Smith Bel Air High School jersey. I've got <laughs> I a, remember when you ordered yeah. that during COVID, yeah. right? I've got a Dame, Dame Lillard uh, Portland uh, Rip City jersey. Okay, um, okay. Magic Johnson. Hey, Georgia boy, getting a second, getting on the. Oh, here we here. go. Um, I mean, we still got three full quarters left. We yeah, it's fine. You like to do this thing called give up on a game. You're the one that gave up. No, I, I said was I said they're going to come back. I mean, of course they are. Okay. Well, you're right that I do do that, but only when it's my team. Oh yeah, you when, it's, when it's my team, dude. When it's not my team, I go ah, they can score seventeen, no problem. If you're not my team, I have the most faith in you yeah, of all time. Tre- Trevor's gonna do- remember that game with Andrew Luck, uh, probably like eight or ten years ago, where they were down a lot and he just kept throwing picks, and then they still came back at the end and like won fifty one. Still good, yeah. Trevor's still good. Yeah. No matter how many mistakes he makes early, still he's a still capable team. of throwing four or five Dude, touchdowns and a half. After the fucking Colts uh, Vikings game, I ain't done until that fucking clock ticks zero, bro. Buddy, nobody can lose a big one like Saturday. Nobody, Coach Jeff. Uh, Coach Jeff gets the <laughs> He gets it all out on the first grunt, buddy, and then yeah. it's over. Uh, Chipper Jones jersey. Um, random. You got Pendleton? Uh, no. A, an unnamed New York Yankees jersey. <laughs> was that like the Walmart jersey or just the un... It, it was a cotton old school like, uh, uh, like, like Black Sox era jersey. Um, and finally, right. a, uh, Chattanooga Lookouts jersey. I'll do a shot of Jen. Oh, Robbie, don't do it on my account. No, no. You want to do another one? Yeah, do one yeah, yeah, of course. You want a different glass that doesn't nah. taste like that rock? Drum? Yes, yeah. Well, just rinse it out. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. You want a little worm bite? Oh, Vince Carter jersey, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vince Sanity. Yeah. You got all the good nickname guys. Yeah. And I'm on the hunt for more, by the way. I don't know if you've been to that store at the mall. Uh, that I can only, I mean, the only way I know how to describe it is as it's the African American store. Uh, you can, wait, don't say that. Yeah, I can. No, that sounds like you can purchase African American. Oh, right, no, not that, but God. like, it's, what are you, Paul? It's the, uh, like, I don't, like, I'm just, everybody knows that this store exists, but like, it's the urban store or whatever. You know what I mean? It's got all the Mitchell and Ness shit. Well, that's my jam. Every time I go in there, I'm the only white guy in there. They acknowledge that I'm the only white guy in there. They tell you? Well, they just like, 
they, you know, they, the first time I ever went in there, they looked very shocked that I was like so hyped to be in there because I looked very uncool wearing Ooh. like cargo shorts or something. But now we've got a, you know, a great rapport. I've got their fucking store card. I go in there all the time. Uh, but you know the fucking, it's the goddamn Jersey store. Okay, you're gonna make me. You're making me sound bad when it's I, true. No, no, as no. Fuck. I just don't go to stuff like that. Yeah, you don't go to the mall. I don't go to stuff like yeah. that. Uh, when I think of Jersey Store, I found this awesome sports shop in Virginia. When we were driving back from Syracuse, I was looking for shit for my nephews, and I ended up just getting shit for myself. Yeah, that's, um, I went in there to get all, my son dude, something. But this place, randomly in Salem, Virginia, this sports store, he had every NFL team. I'm talking. Bobbleheads, little toys, hats, Mitchell and jerseys. He had Mitchell and Nestor. What does that mean? They're the, they're the. If you see an old school NFL jersey, it's Mitchell and Ness. They're a company. Oh, that, well, you were talking about Michelin restaurants. I just thought you were saying no, Michelin. No, no, Ness. no, no. I thought it was some type Mitchell, of Michelin star Mitchell and, jersey. Mitchell and Ness is this uh, is this clothing company that like they license all the old school NFL teams. So like my Earl Campbell jersey is Mitchell and Ness. My, um, I have a Steve McNair Oilers jersey. It's Mitchell That's and Ness. That's the brand is Mitchell, Mitchell and Ness. Ness. My Brett okay. Favre jersey, Mitchell and Ness. Okay. They do like specific years. Like this is the Brett Favre from 96 to 97. This is what their jersey looked like. Oh, wow. But they're licensed through the NFL to yeah, do it. Yeah, they're okay. licensed through the NFL, but, but it's Oh, like, Jack's almost got a pick in the end zone. All right. Let's do this shot, and then I can take credit for shifting the momentum of this game. You sure Jack's did. do something good. Cheers. This is a go dogs as hell sick shot. Well, I like that. Fancy Jim. Jen, yeah. That's good. By the way, I'm definitely spending the night now. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You've had yeah. two shots. I'm going to hide your keys in the seat of your car so oh, you can't possibly it. find them. They're in it. That's <laughs> where so you hide them. All right, Paul, we just drank some gray whale gin. I know you're into uh, knowing shit about different spirits and liquors, so this is Meg's shit. It doesn't give her hangovers. She likes the taste. She buys it from the internet. <clears throat> Let's see. Juniper, limes, fir tree, sea kelp, mint, and almonds. They just copied the fucking carve recipe. And they get a, a blue whale's tail on the fucking front. So as you know, Paul, I am terrified of blue whales. What the fuck? It's like Meg's drinking to spite me or cucking me with a whale. This is very typical. 43% alcohol. By the way, I still got a pretty good shot at, at did, either did, being at a calorie deficit or coming right in at my calories because the only thing that I ate today uh, before I came over here was at 2 o'clock I had a bowl of chicken and honey mustard like mixed together and it was grilled chicken. Does this not just look like the recipe for carve on here? Juniper, limes, fur, yeah. It's carved Same vodka, thing. and they put the whale on it, but the ocean implies there's a surfer. I thought there was a little mint They in ripped there. off carved. Yeah. Yeah, it's a minty soap to me. I hadn't had gin in a long time, but that's pretty good fucking gin. Well, when's the last time that you had a carved craft vodka, Jacksonville's first craft vodka? Uh, like six months ago, because that's when I had my last bottle. It does not taste like uh, mint soap to me. 
the carve. This this tastes like mint. Yeah. To me. No, carve is a is a great vodka, dude. Actually, I had. Uh, they don't have a whale on the bottle either. I love that carve does not have wave, a though. whale. Yeah. No, I want the wave. It's an implied whale. Well, this has the implied surfer. Is yeah. What right. I thought. Yeah, but I I don't want a visible mm-hmm. whale. Actually, I I took so uh, I took Paul sent me like I remember it was like a year ago. Paul sent me like a fucking crate of carved vodka and of course I was enjoying it by myself at home and then I had to go to a party at Conrad's house and he didn't tell me to bring liquor but I always like to show up you know with something and I was like oh sweet I got all this fucking carve I don't have to pay pay for liquor so I bought like three bottles to uh, Conrad's place and dude all him and all his buddies because they're all huge vodka drinkers hated it no they fucking loved it they loved car they loved it and, and Conrad was just like god damn he's like where can I get me some of this shit and I was like Jacksonville man the dude that runs it is too fucking stupid to figure out how to get it like anywhere else you okay, can so only get it in Jacksonville he's probably the only one that thinks you can't get alcohol like to other states he's the the only, there's the other alcohols yeah, to other Tito's, states I get like, it everywhere every time I say yeah, Paul Paul's like, yeah, he's like well there's there's all this licensing and he's like, don't want to do it I'm like Paul Every other thing is, it starts out in one state. Yeah. And then you get the things to go to other. You can get fried chicken other places than Kentucky. I want carb. Yeah, Chick-fil-A used to only be in Atlanta. But no, they loved it. They were like, dude, this is such a clean taste. It mixes so well. And I was like, I'm saying it's really good fucking vodka. They they just had like an owner that knew what the fuck Yeah, and they were like, so that fucking, yeah, they were like, that dipshit only knows how to sell in Jacksonville. And I was like, yeah, he's not even from there. Dude, I'm getting super hungry from all of our food talk. I'm, we should make a snack right at halftime when we call Paul, or before or after. I mean, I'm down, but I'm also content, surprisingly. Yep. You haven't eaten any of your calories for the day there, bub. I know, I was thinking about drinking them. Oh, you can do that as well. I, I, yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to, as soon as I get done with this, I'm getting the uh, alcohol. Fake beer? Fake beer, yeah. I guarantee you, after about two more real beers and that shot settles in, you're going to want a snack too there, buddy. I'm for it. Uh, I think I still have a taco left. I should have got more meat. Oh, I no. should have got double what you said in your well, thing. Well, I, Did you mean that's what I always get for myself? Yes. I, Fuck. So you didn't read any. The, you you do the implied reading. Uh, I when they went back, I go one to two beef. Things. Yeah, one to two. That was I thought I, you were telling me what to get. No, I was saying what I I said my yeah. normal move is. So I should have got double that. <laughs> yeah, but again, I'm not going to complain about you picking up fucking Taco no, Bell. Hold on. Yeah, I said my normal, my go-to move is I'll get one steak and one to two beefs, and that so like, I dude, no, I could have been like two beefs, and I was super stressed. I'd been moving furniture all day, and I was so ready to come to your house that I was just in like fucking like flight mode. Well, dude, let's enjoy the uh, the rest of the second quarter, and then we can make a snack run, Don't get worry. some Nick's ice cream. Dicker, the kicker, made a tackle. That's always cute. What with this pass interference, he's been very valuable getting away with pass interference. All the highlights of Asante Samuel, he is pass interfering first. Asante Samuel, squash banana. Every time, man. Okay, that pick was not uh, interference. But the first three of his highlight plays were he interfered, and they didn't call it. How do I order... Sides of beef. What are you doing? Ordering sides of beef from, from Taco Bell. Right now? Yeah. Just to go get it right now? No, for them to bring it to me. You're ordering delivery sides of all, already what we just ate? Again? Yes. We can just get something else if you want. 
Well, or we could get this. I mean, You've I, already got the taco stuff. You know says we can run to the store. No, I, well, I ate all the meat. I don't want to go to the store. Okay. Do you? I don't give a shit about five minutes away. If the store was an hour away, I wouldn't want to go to the store. Uh, I mean, I don't care about, what I'm saying is I'm, I'm hungry. I don't have anything sweet to eat. Yeah, I can get you some cinnamon twists. No, I don't mean like that shit. I mean like a fucking something I can eat. Well, I mean, if you're already wanting to go to the store. No, no, what I, all I'm saying is I'm going to be hungry and I'm either going to go to the store at halftime or after the game and I don't care when, but you can ride with me or you can stay here and talk to Paul. Well, dude, if you're already going to the store, I'm down. Okay. That's I saying. was trying to make it to where we didn't have to go to the store. No, I, I like going to the store. Okay. That's okay. totally cool. Yeah. I was just going to order some sides of beef and have them bring it to us. Oh, God. That's going to be like, I mean, I don't care, but that'll be like 30 bucks for two sides of beef and to just eat more of what we just ate. Leather chairs. That's what I like to do. Leather chairs. <laughs> well, no, but here, but you have to understand the position I'm in. I feel bad because I skimmed through the text and fucked it all up. So, like, this is my penance. Yeah, but uh, what I'm telling you is, I'm I've already it scratched my Taco Bell itch. Like, I don't need more Taco Bell. I knew when I picked it up, I was like, this ain't fucking enough. <laughs> you know, but, I was like, that. Dude, ain't. I'm not gonna say shit because you brought Taco Bell. Up, but when I me. when I thought about it though, I was like, I got. Th- uh, two sides, two sides of ground beef, two sides of steak. Like that's going to be a decent amount. But when they a side of steak is just like two or three pieces of yeah, steak. Yeah, yeah, it's two ounces yeah. of steak. Yeah, that don't hit. Yeah, so we basically. Just I'm glad split. that you taught me. I've it, when you, here's why here's why I didn't go to Taco Bell. That's a foreign concept to me. Getting a side of beef from Taco Bell, like I would have never thought to do that. Like in my mind, I would have been like, "Why well, have to just cook up my steak?" That's such a hack. Yeah. But, like, that's why, when I read that, my brain... It's got to be harder than this. My, yes. My brain omitted side Taco Bell drive through yeah. My brain was like, yeah, I mean, of course, we're going to cook beef or whatever the fuck. Oh, which God. I've never been more happy, by the way, because, like... You got a fridge full of meat. Yeah, like, fucking, if, yeah. If, if, if I go to the store and spend $70 on meat, it's not wasted because, like, I'm going to eat You're going to eat the I'm going to eat It's an it. investment. It's an investment. Next week, future Corey will be happy to and have that. You know how fucking hardcore my wife is about wasting money and shit. I have just guaranteed that we get steak every night because she's gonna make me make it. She's gonna be like, "You better go in there and make that fucking steak." Well, you have it. You have to make yeah. it. And dude, I got because I was like, I bet Robbie would want like a variety. So I got three filet mignons and then a ribeye. <laughs> <laughs> I spent seventy. I spent Paul, seventy dollars. By the way, by the way, we didn't tell Paul what what we're talking. Oh, about. Oh yeah, right, right. So Paul, I had texted Corey earlier. He's coming over here to watch the game, the eight thirty game. So he's coming a little bit early, and uh, I said, "Hey, you should stop by the uh, Taco Bell and get just a couple, get some a couple sides of beef and a couple sides of steak, and I've got the rest of this shit to make nachos. All we need is some meat and get some guac." So. Corey didn't read the message. He goes to the store and spends $70 on steak and ground beef. I got three filet mignons, a <laughs> ribeye, and a New York strip because I was like, because I, the thing is, I was like, I don't know what Robbie would want. And I was like, I'm not going to text him back. I'm just going to get a little bit of everything because like me personally, like 
the filet would be really good on a taco, but I also want some of that fat. And you know, New York strips got that fucking yeah. Side. You want the sliver? So I got us like a value thing, and then all like that's why I got all them sauces. I got fucking cilantro, all this shit. You got a taco bar? Yeah, you literally yeah, yeah, got, yeah. got like what a and a pound of ground beef. That's like a small wedding yeah. worth of a taco yeah. bar, like a wedding reception yeah, yeah, taco yeah. bar. You could I just forestered the fuck out of it, buddy. And then I went I back just and read Taco Bell. I was like, can you spend six dollars on yeah, Taco yeah, Bell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you spent seventy dollars. Yeah, but then I went back and read it and saw the Taco Bell thing. <laughs> well, and then I, you asked me what should I get, and I. When I texted back, I said my no, my normal move is get like a side of steak and like two sides of beef. Yeah, and I just meant like if I'm making my own little yeah. nachos. Yeah, and you t- you texted back something like is two to three steaks and one pound of ground beef good? I thought you were joking because <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, like Taco Bell does it in pounds and yeah, steaks. So right. I was like, yeah, that should be great. Jesus fed everybody with those two fish. Like ha ha ha. Yeah, I didn't know you were seriously asking me. But then when you holy shit. This is another part of it that's funny. When you said that thing about Jesus, I took that literally. And then when I saw that there wasn't that much, I was like, that's what Jesus had to do was take little and feed a lot. And I was like, well, Robbie knows something I don't hear. Like, there's filler that I don't know about. It spreads out. Yeah. yeah, And I was like, I trust Robbie. It grows in the water. You put it in the water and it turns into Now, granted, now, you're right. I didn't read any of the text. But in the future, even if I had the one part of the text that I did read was when you told me how much shit to get at Taco Bell, I need you to specify, hey, you need to, don't text the thing you get, text what I need to get. Yeah, don't make me sense. do math, even though sense. it's only, even though it's only times yeah. two. <laughs> you gotta, well, dude, I didn't know you wanted to eat what I ate because you were like, hey, I might have some beers. I thought you might want like a Mexican pizza, so I was uh-huh. like, I was like, my move would no, just be... No, I was at... You said keto taco, Chris. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm okay, in. Okay, And then I was like, and I'm... Robbie's in charge of the keto taco, uh, keto taco shells that he already has, and I'm in charge of the taco bar, you know? Like, we're going to do this. You get $70 worth of taco and, bar. And so I still have it, though. <laughs> like, at my house. And how much was the Taco Bell? $6? Like, take away your drink. So just how much was the total? And you got a soda. Six dollars, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ten times less. <laughs> you spent ten times more. That is a uh, that is a dick dropper. Right I just there. don't even think about it. My buddy says he wants steaks. I'm like, I'm coming to your house, dog. I'm fucking in. You want steaks? I was excited. I'd be in the house all day fucking moving furniture. Well, I was like, you're goddamn right we're cooking so up some steaks. Next time we do that, let's do the steaks, but then get here like, you know, an hour and a half before yeah, well, the game. Of course. And dude, we'll, we'll chop of it course. up and we'll fucking well, do it. So part of me was going to be like, when I when I told you that like I'd got those, I was like, well, shit, since I've already got those, we could just cook them up. And then I looked at the clock and I was like, we do not have time to do this yeah. shit. I was like... I'm going to just get these. I'm going to turn this into yeah. a pick six my, for myself. My thought was, so I thought you were either going to go to the gas station or the food line by your house to get your beer. And I was like, the, the Taco Bell is right there at the entrance of food line, so he's got to go buy it. Just pick up, you know, a couple yeah. sides of beef and steak. Uh-uh. No, no. I think a filet. And then I then... went to AutoZone to get batteries. <laughs> <laughs> to get batteries for this podcast. <laughs> I went in and I go, and they go, hey, can we help you? And I go, Y'all have uh, just regular batteries, and they were like, for a car? And I was like, no, regular batteries. And they were like, I mean, yeah. And it was almost like it was implied that they were like, so does a lot of other places. And you yeah. came to AutoZone. Go to the bank and get batteries. Yeah. And I wanted to be like, I know you are gonna. You think it's weird that I came to AutoZone for batteries, but I had to go to Taco Bell to get Robbie his sides of beef, <laughs> and they're right here. How come you can only get stamps at like, okay, post office, 
But you can get them at the bank. You should be able to get them at Food Lion. You can get them, you can get them at Food Lion. Oh, you can? Yeah. Why? Oh. I, I almost just said, this changes my life. I've never sent a letter. Why would you buy stamps? I've never sent a letter. No, why would you buy stamps? I've never sent a letter. When I send something, I do. I go to Pirate Ship, and they pr- I print out a label, and then I just ship it out. And it well, good goes. for you for shipping stuff, but Amber does all that shit for me. Oh, yeah. Like, she, the number one, like, I, don't get me wrong, love my wife. Love her. And also... She has huge titties. But neither of those things are the reason that I married her. I married her because she is my postal service. Yeah. Like free postal service. And she knows that I appreciate her. I I genuinely do like once a week at least, I go to her and I go, Hey babe, I just wanted to let you know everything you do is not unnoticed because this doesn't work without you because I literally can't do anything. Now granted, there's a lot of woman like there's a lot of stuff that like is the stereotypical uh, uh, gender role for a female that I do like I do my like she does like a lot of the laundry but like it's not that I won't I will when I come home from the road I do my own laundry and shit I cook I'm a very clean person I clean around the house and shit but like actually she does the man shit like she handles the bills which is usually what are they doing they're in the front of the punt what the fuck was that the chargers do that shit why is it loose over uh, I think the Chargers are gonna have to hit the over by themselves. They are, the, but you, they're gonna give garbage time to Jacksonville. That's what I'm saying so they'll make it a reasonable comeback. Yeah, I'm not worried. They about, might hit the backdoor cover too. Also, by the way, this still wouldn't be the biggest comeback this year. No. Well, if they score another two times, then it would. Then it be. would be. Yeah. In which they, oh, oh, it hit him in the head. <laughs> oh my god! It hit the Jags gunner in the head. Oh my. Al called it a noggin. I should have said noggin. And then the Chargers are down there. Paul, buddy, this is bleak, but it's still a game. The Jags get it back at halftime, maybe. Dude, Trevor's right. I mean, not Trevor. I get them mixed up. These long-haired quarterbacks. God dang. Well, yeah, they should be celebrating. They are up 24 nothing. and just got to... A helmet punt, punt muff. Is that the most rare type of muff punt? Is the hit, hit on the head? head? I've never seen it. I mean, you see the guy muff it a lot where he just drops it, or you'll see like it it's bouncing and it accidentally hits a player's ankle. You know, you yeah, see a lot yeah, of the, yeah, yeah. the ankle or it, it slides across their knee, but yeah. you never see it just airborne hit a, hit the gunner in the head. Trevor said, "Let's go," and he meant it. Sorry, let's go home. I'm texting the boys to let them know that I put 50 on the Jags right before the game. What's the spread? It was two and a half. Oh, Jesus. I thought maybe it was like one of those 12 pointers. I forgot it was a No, no. Yeah. It's all right. They're coming back. All right. If they can hold the, uh, I almost call them the Clippers. If they can hold the Chargers to a field goal here, that's a win. One, two, three. So it's. If they hold them to field goal, it's still a four-score game. And again, if they hit the over, then I get my money back. Wait, if they can hold them here and prevent a field goal, it'll be a three-score game with four minutes still left in the first half. Yeah, I mean, it's wild-card weekend. It's wild-card weekend. Well, okay, okay. Now the Chargers are going to have to kick. Again, Coach Jeff... Has made anything possible. Dude, and 
you know who really looks up to Coach Jeff is uh, Coach Peterson. Yeah, he, he's boys with Coach Jeff. Peterson and who's who's a uh, uh, who's who's the what's the Chargers coach? Staley. Staley. Peterson and Staley are the two archetypes of look like dudes you would see at Buds at the very <laughs> corner. But but they're both different looking dudes. But yeah, that dude is both. Yeah, like you've got it's the difference between Clint Denon and like. Uh, Who's a kind of piece of shit? Willerson. Will it? Yeah, it's Willerson and Clendenin at the edge of the bar. Coaches. Who, by the way, Coach coaches. Willerson, if you're listening, you know I love you. Slick back. So, so slick back. <laughs> Dude, so slick back. They shrunk Bill Russell. They shrunk. Was that me and you or me and Chase? <laughs> Chase. <laughs> I'm Chase. Did you see it? There's a picture here of a shrunken Bill Russell. Boy, she's not shrunken. She's just 95. I'm texting Chase and you Jesus right Jesus, Whitaker. Chase has COVID. Did you know that? Uh-uh. Yeah, but look, he's got gonna, COVID. Then he's going to love this text. Yeah, he, he's he been laying around wanting a text. Hell, I'm going to text him. They shrunk Bill They shrunk Bill Russell. <laughs> Did y'all hear the news? They shrunk Bill Russell? <laughs> what are the odds? I saw this. Speaking of uh, shrunk. I saw one of my favorite tweets in the world yesterday. This black lady tweeted. She goes, uh, I'll be honest with you. You can't call me honey if the news that you come to tell me is that you've shrunk my children. <laughs> <laughs> I'm butchering it, but it was something like that. That's you got to start with Cynthia. Yeah. <laughs> they shrunk Bill Russell once again. <laughs> He's so little now. <coughs> Ooh. What do you think about when you're watching a game of a quarterback and then he's in the commercials? I don't like it. I don't like that. I think it's it makes fixed. me uncomfortable. Fixes in. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. You shouldn't be allowed to sell me stuff right when I'm watching you do your sexiest thing you do. John Marquette, buddy. Amber's just texting me. Saying, I honestly had no idea you left earlier. You didn't say bye, and I'm now having to explain to her. I was in a situation with Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell, the house that Hal built. <laughs> yeah, there was this whole Taco Bell thing. It was a $70 mistake of fillets. <laughs> Dude, I bet you got some good ground beef, too. Only the best. Yeah, of course. Only the best for the pigskin picnic dinner, which we're gonna have a second of. Oh, I love the bang bang though. Did, did you see? Did you see the thing where this uh, these cops are in trouble uh, for, for all having sex with that one lady and having a girls going wild party? Yeah. 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 So this meme just came out. <laughs> Paul, the meme is uh, there's this cop lady who got a train a trun run on her. It's she called had, a trun in the past tense. They trowned her. They trowned her. They ran a train or and trowned so her. And so this meme is... Uh, she is a, a female police officer in Tennessee, and she hosted a, quote, girls gone wild hot tub party at her house where she invited several officers and their wives over, and she got naked and gangbanged the men. Yeah. Four different... Three of which pretty good looking yeah. officers... Um, but this is a meme Corey just showed me about this lady. It's her with her hand up, like swearing in in front of a Five Guys burger restaurant, and it says, I can start today. Now, I want to say this 
and then we will no longer be political on this show. Do you know that they all got fired? I figured they would. Really? Because sometimes they shoot people and they just put them on two-week leave and then they come back. Yeah, but they can't. Um, there's no defense for an orgy that uh, makes the conservative crowd feel good ah, about that's it. That's true. That's yeah, true. There's you're, always me a, and you are saying the same thing, but you're being logical about it, and well, I respect it. There, there's always a way to blame if it's... Yeah, right. It's like, well, way. they were terrified. Yeah. yeah this yeah, one's right. like, dude, and everybody... And she's a cutish woman, and there's like... I would have fucked her with five of my friends. I think everybody can relate to, hey, this is wild shit. Like, yeah, but right. they have to get fired. Yeah, right. But what I'm saying is like, anytime they shoot somebody, there's a big bunch of the people that are like, well, there's sometimes cops are, that. Yeah, cops are supposed to shoot people. But yeah, you're right. You can't have orgies. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of like how you can, how bomb uh, is not a bad word, but fuck is. Like, fuck is a bad, 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 bad word, and bomb is fine, and it's in every movie. And Right. It's, it's just how America is. Uh, nudity is the worst thing. Sex and nudity are the worst. That's so very true. But, like, it should totally be fine to... F- be fucked by five of your coworkers if you want to. If they're not all on duty, officers. Oh wait, they were on duty. The op- the males were on duty. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there no, there's no problem that, with that. That's great. Right. They, yeah. they were, but like they could have been shooting an innocent person, but they were fucking a lady. That's great. Save lives. That's yeah. what, dude. They were actually they they were saving lives. lives. They were saving lives by yeah. not being out murdering. They were somebody. saving lives. No, they were on du- on duty, and I think she was off duty, which is why she was hosting the party. But I think several of the officers were on duty. But Man. again, if it wasn't a public spectacle, yeah. they might not have gotten. Yeah, fired. right. Once it becomes to that, no, you're right. I mean, listen, you're saying exactly the truth. It just ought not be, but you are saying yeah. the truth. But yeah, no, you're right. That's that's exactly what it is. It's a uh, like sad it's, but it's, true. It's basically like. When the cops are looking whether they should fire someone or not, they kind of think to themselves, like, what would Glenda Wilson think? Yeah. You know what, what I mean? What's church lady? What, what does Glenda Wilson think? Because that's what we have to do. Yeah. Well, like, if we shoot an unarmed person, they'll go, well, they might have been scary, so sometimes people get shot. There's a lot of dead-eyed church bitches that are going to yeah. be real <laughs> yeah. upset about this yeah. thing. But, you know, we can say that this... Okay. Uh, Look at the Jags. We can say this black boy was being yeah. aggressive and resisting, and yeah, even right. though he didn't do anything... That deserve getting murdered. It's if, it's fine. It was if they fast. raped her, they wouldn't be fired. That's, they should try that and see yeah. next time. Yeah, you want to save your job? Save job, rape officer. Yes. All right, I'm starting to really think about this food. So, Paul, Robbie went to the bathroom. Uh, oh, Chargers first down. I thought the Jags were going to have a little spurt there. They looked like they were going to have a little tip drill into the end zone, but it's not to be, and now the Chargers have a first down with two minutes and 50 seconds left. I believe that's just enough time for Justin Herbert to run it on down there. Of course, we all know once you get into the 18-yard line, you hand it to Eckler, it's fucking automatic, and the Jags D hasn't really done anything. It's 27 to nothing at this point. Jags really struggling. Trevor not looking good. He is having, he's putting on a clinic for not hitting. We got a guy in motion. Oh, and he fumbles! And he fumbles! 
They recover it. Man, that was a huge miscommunication between Justin Herbert and a white kid. What fumble? The white kid, watch. It's just he he's in motion, and Justin Herbert doesn't let him get there. And he oh, hits it what? with his shoulder. He tried to hand it to him, and the little white kid yeah. didn't know he was he, handing it. Yeah. He didn't know the well, play. It, it looked like a bad timing, too. Bandy. Oh, but, but what I'm Bandy. Saying is, Bandy didn't even have his arms up yeah. like, to receive. And Trevor went to hand it to yeah, him. Yeah, he thought he was just going I'm, in I motion. I keep on Herbert Trevor. They're the same. I get it, yeah. Dude, how many interceptions does uh, Trevor have now? Four? This is... Does he have four? Is it three or four? I've lost count of his interceptions <laughs> the first half. Jesus. Bubba said... I sent to Bubba. I said, Bubba, they shrunk Bill Russell. And he said, they done shrunk him to death. The early Bill gets the government worm. They will tomorrow, <laughs> son. They, they play at one o'clock. They're going to get the worm. The Dolphins are not going to put up a fight. That, it's pretty much a guarantee, I think. It's the, the Bills thing. are winning. Like, yeah. Disney controls the whole world. We all know that. They bought Marvel. They bought Star Wars. They bought National Geographic. They are in talks to buying the WWE right now. I they, thought they were going to sell to the Saudis. That's only a rumor. They're still So, technically, this would still be the same thing. But Tony Khan and Shad Khan, who own AEW and the and Jags... Uh, they're bidding on it. So what could end up happening is they after after all this WWE versus AEW, Tony Khan and Shad Khan actually pull what Vince McMahon did to WCW back in the day, and they buy WWE. I, as a wrestling fan, as someone who loves drama, as someone who cannot wait to see this HBO succession in real life thing unfold, and for it to be one of the greatest doc. Here's the thing, regardless of whether you're a, a wrestling fan, this will be one of the greatest documentaries of all time, and also it will be one of the greatest HBO shows of all time when this goes down, because if you like Succession, the Stephanie McMahon, Vince McMahon shit is just as good. But if they fucking pull that off, it will be a reversal of the Monday Night Wars, and it will be shit of legend, and I can't wait. I think anyone who doesn't give a fuck about wrestling or doesn't watch Succession or doesn't know about any of that should still be in awe of yeah. watching Vince McMahon, the storyline, because so much of, of the wrestling world, even though there's a lot of outside the yeah. ring real life drama, you rarely get to see it play out. The actual Actually, yeah. real life, own, not not just like the, the um, performers, but the CEO versus the CEO, it's, biggest dick swing. It's great. You don't get that. It's normally, it's normally, um, already played. They practiced it. They yeah. know that they know the outcome. You don't know the outcome no, of no. Chad Khan taking oil Vincent money Man out. Cause you think like, oh, Vincent Man, he's got so much money, buddy. He can't fuck with the cons. Yeah. So they, they're like buying an NFL and, team for a toy money. Yes. And here's the thing that I would <laughs> like to say to anyone listening to this that doesn't understand wrestling fans. There's some of them I don't understand either. Don't get me wrong, but like I I probably represent a very don't fumble it again. Sorry, go ahead. I probably represent a very large demographic of a specific type of wrestling fan who like wrestling fans. The reason they're wrestling fans, some of them don't even really. I don't even really watch that much wrestling anymore. But we love the drama of the backstage, the storylines yeah, story of like real life. Because like okay, it's just the same as politics. I fucking hate politicians. And I hate politics in general. I think they're all fucking evil, bought and paid for motherfuckers. But like as far as like drama goes, I've always loved political movies, political documentaries, political podcasts because it's all shady. 
wild stuff that is a, there's a great story to the it. West Wing, it's, House it's, of Cards, shit. I love like, it. Yeah. It's seedy. And so is this fucking at the top of the card wrestling shit. So like most wrestling All fans, right, Jack's got a first down. Okay, okay. One of the weirdest things about wrestling fans that that NFL fans don't share this with them. Most NFL fans don't care as much about how much Odell Beckham Jr. is getting paid. It's an interesting footnote. Like somebody goes, "God damn, do you see how much they paid Odell Beckham?" And then you're on to the game. But wrestling fans will fucking ruminate, ruminate on. A wrestler's deal, how much they were getting really? paid for the oh, I didn't know dude, that. it's an entire different subculture in wrestling that like every week, like the tweets you see from wrestling, it's rare that you see a tweet from wrestling that's like, I can't believe Hangman Page won. It'll be somebody going, here were the ratings for AEW and here were the ratings for WWE, and they compare the ratings. It's because of the Monday night shit when WCW and WWE were going head to head. It made the ratings war like really pop popular, and now everyone is like pining for those days because that was like the pinnacle of wrestling when there so, was Nitro versus when there Raw. was Nitro versus, versus Raw, and Vince ended up buying WCW. So like wrestling fans for years have been begging for something like that to happen again, Takeover. and they've been like falsely creating these narratives, going like, "Listen, there's no Monday night war," but right fucking now. There, this if fucking Shad Khan and Tony Khan buy WWE, it's the exact same as in the '90s when Vince McMahon bought WCW. And all wrestling fans who missed the Stone Cold era, who missed the Goldberg era, are going, "Holy fuck, are we really getting this again in real time?" But isn't it better this time because you say in real time, but we are going to you're have seeing constant, Vince fall. Yeah, but we're no, not not just so outside of just the storylines of like in, intrinsically what's happening with the each member of role player in the story. We get to see it on social media. Oh yeah, oh, twenty four hour ESPN. It's better. We get you get every yeah. angle of it. And, and podcast, unlimited coverages, podcasts, all your all any podcast you want. There's gonna be so much of every move that's yeah. made, every dick swing yeah. that comes out there. It's great. You're gonna get as much as you want to absorb that. You Hell, to like you know, like Levitard had Meltzer on the other day. Did you hear him? Did you hear Meltzer on Levitard? I don't even know who Meltzer is. Dave Meltzer is the <clears throat> premier. He runs the Wrestling Observer newsletter, which I've been a a paid subscriber to for five years. He is all he does is ruminate over wrestler payoffs, ratings, and and also matches too. Like yeah. he does, like you know, if you, you go read, like he he does, he's the guy that like if you hear something was a five star match, what they mean is that's what Dave Meltzer called it. It's a five star match. It, uh, it checked all the boxes for che- Meltzer. For Meltzer, so he's one man, but like he's Siskel and Ebert or whatever yeah. of wrestling. But but he does have, but like you do respect his opinion because even though it's just one man, he's a wrestling expert. A lot of people in wrestling want to go. Well, he's not. He's not really been in the business. He's been writing a. It, Robbie, it's a ten thousand word a week newsletter. Like it's crazy, and Damn. he's the only and he's the only one that writes it. So he's been doing that since nineteen eighty four. You cannot like the guy's opinion, but to say that he's not an expert is childish. Like he's an expert on. He wrestling. spent more time on just that than most than people have it, on anything. anything. On anything, he he knows wrestling back to front. So fucking, this is how I knew. Jags, this is how I knew it was really hitting the big leagues because Levitard had Meltzer on. A sports show. Well, they like wrestling on that. They show. do. They do. Mike Ryan's a huge wrestling fan. But, but in order for them to actually, usually when they talk about wrestling, it's just like a side thing. They dedicated a full segment to we're going to talk to Dave Meltzer about all this fucking drama that's going down. Uh, now to wrap it back around to the point that I was trying to make, aside from Tony Khan 
All the Saudis. Another big player in buying WWE is Walt Disney. They want to buy WWE. And Vince McMahon, who has been a self-proclaimed the Walt Disney of our generation, has wanted to sell to Disney. Now, my point is, Disney owns everything. They own Marvel. They own Star Wars. They're possibly about to own WWE. Because Disney is so storybook and they own the world and control everything, they're going to make the Bills win the Super Bowl. Because this is what makes the best Disney movie. It's why the Patriots won it after 9-11. It's why the Saints won it the year of Katrina. Katrina. They maybe don't control every aspect of it. And the teams don't know that it... But it's set up. You can't not. Yeah, they set it up to where... You know, it's very favorable. Didn't the Yankees win after 9-11 too? I think so. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, because they had Jeters. Boston won after the Boston bombing? Yeah. Go on, bro. I mean, you could argue that it's like, listen, man, that just happens when a city comes together to do it. But, like, Disney owns the world. They write the storybook. Well, but the the Eagles didn't win um, the Super Bowl until after McNabb lost his chunky soup deal. That's <laughs> his, his poor mama. Damn, I never that thought was a, about it like Would you that. watch the 30 for 30 on Donna McNabb's mom? mom. Yeah. <laughs> on on how she basically had to adopt. Here we go! Here we go, Jax! Jax, back in it! Back in right. it. By the way, that over's looking great. You're almost at the over now, buddy. What was it, 46 and a half? 46 and a half. Oh, that over's looking easy great. money because, dude, the Jacks are going to score 20. Oh, yeah. They're going to score 20 and... <laughs> Paul, That's do you know good. the Michael Jordan meme where he says, and I took that personally? Well, this meme... Has a uh, Black Lives Matter protest where they have a banner that says "fuck the police," and then that lady who fucked all the police uh, on Michael Jordan's head saying, "And I took that personally." Reading memes is hard. Hey, reading memes on a podcast is even harder, but listening to it is the hardest. So I think we should applaud Paul. Uh, it's down to a twenty-point game, buddy. By the way, I know that like. We've had, me- I've gotten messages from people that weren't Paul that said, they're like, I know you do this podcast for Paul, but like, I really do love this podcast. But what I love about it is that Paul is actually the only one that comments on it, on <laughs> Substack. Like, those people private message me, like, they don't want to put out to the world that they listen to this. Only in the comments is Paul. And last week's episode, the top comment, which was the only comment from Paul, that it said, I'm just glad it wasn't an episode of Bonanza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was probably our best episode. Hey, though. hey, this is a game now, in my opinion. But if you think Trevor can't orchestrate three scores on side of football, on side, oh god, no, because then the Chargers score again. It's gonna be a squib. Well, if you on side, you don't have enough time to score, and then you give them time for a field goal. Ah, I figured they'd squib there. Oh, they're gonna take it out. Well, that's a move. I think they both kind of said, like, <laughs> He had to happen. go back down because nobody touched him. That's the same little fucker that, uh, dropped the, uh, the handoff earlier. Mo Bandy, when you came and you saved me from sinking, and you took me away, Mo Bandy. That's a Georgia boy. Yup. They're Good all over God, the place. He's huge. He's such How a many calories does he eat a day? 3,000? To maintain, he probably weighs 335. 3,000 calories at least? No, more than that, dude. He weighs 4,500. I'd say he eats 45,000 to 5,000 a day. Because, <laughs> I mean, and hell, maybe during like summer camp and when they're doing like the, I know they don't do two days anymore, but when they're practicing, yes, he, more of them. Them, 
Dude, he probably is like eight or ten thousand. That that blows my mind though because like he has to eat all that and then go practice. Well, I it's can't even eat amounts for him. I know, but like, dude, I can't even eat two hundred calories and then go on stage and talk. I can't imagine eating uh, ten times that and then going and pushing motherfuckers around. Yeah, but you know how you do that shit that you do. He, yeah, they just do. They've been doing he this do shit that, since they he, were kids. He like, does that shit. He, Matter of fact, he can't push somebody around unless he's had a bunch yeah. of eggs. I mean, he, you can't be three forty unless right. you've eaten a bunch of calories to get to three forty, and you can't maintain that level of strength and working out and physical fighting. I mean, they exert so many calories playing a game of football. Imagine that if you just like you're just fighting for ten seconds at a time me all and, day. Me and Trey have talked about this a lot, and like, this, all right, let's go get food. You want to get some food? Yeah. Or can we tell Paul to uh, fuck off and get food? Uh, Paul, we're gonna be right back. We're gonna go get some food. All right. Fuck. Oh shit, Paul. Sorry, uh, I was looking through my text. My sister uh, sent me a text that said she was scrolling through her phone while uh, her daughter, my niece LJ, was pooping, and she looked over and saw this. And what it is that she saw <laughs> was LJ had thrown every single roll of toilet paper that Kirby had into the tub. So that's pretty great. Robbie, remind me to show you this when you get over here. <laughs> and, uh, then she also backed that up by asking, where can she go eat that has caviar? I don't know if my sister just sold something, but uh, she's in the in the caviar mode. By the way, Paul, we have the game paused at uh, 155.29. It's the, there's 12 minutes and 30 seconds left in the third corner. It's 27-7 Jags, so if something has happened, we don't fucking know it yet. Um... But there you go. Look at this shit. Kirby. LJ was using the bathroom and Kirby was just scrolling her phone and she looked over and LJ had just thrown all the toilet oh paper. Oh my in God. <laughs> I've never seen that much in one tub. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There goes that whole there goes case all that of Charmin. Jesus. Uh, does she get a spanking for that? What, what do they nah. do now to kids? What do they do? I don't know what happens. Nah, LJ don't now. get a spanking. Okay. A kid, what do they do? LJ's in a different situation though. Like LJ is, uh, you know, you know how LJ is. She's a little behind. She is, uh, as we like to say, special, which means she's our special darling. Uh, but you'll just say LJ don't throw the toilet paper in the tub again. And frankly, she won't. She won't do no, it. No, she won't. Mm. Like, but you don't, you don't actually. But she, to, does, she didn't know that that was a bad idea. She'd never done it before, so she's doing it for the first time. And then all Kirby has to do is say to her, "Hey, we don't do that," and she fucking won't do it anymore. You know what I mean? Now, if she did it again and again, yes, I do think there'd be a little pop. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think with LJ, or at the least first, taking away her ice cream. The first move is always let's try to talk this out. Aww. Because you know, one thing I heard that well, actually—that she'll do it though. No, like, she, she will. No, no, she wants to do the right thing. She's a great kid. Somebody has said this one time, and it really blew my mind. They were like, um, "When you when you go to spank your kid, think about this. Could they understand you telling them that they shouldn't do it? And if the answer is yes, then you shouldn't be hitting them. Yeah. And if the answer is no, then you still shouldn't be hitting them because they don't understand it." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if the only time you should ever pop your kid is if it was like a multiple times they've done a thing. But like, if you can just talk to them and say, hey, we don't do that, and they understand, then why would you hit them? But if you know 
they won't understand even that, then it's pointless to hit them because like they're not gonna even they're not gonna even get anything from it's that. It's negative reinforcement like, to nothing. To nothing because they don't, they don't know why it's happening. All they know is I just got hit. They don't know it was for that thing. Yeah, then it's just trauma. Yeah, yeah they it's might just loose, think that's loose, just for me being existing. Loose trauma. Because I'm here. Alright, we're skipping all these commercials. Sorry, Paul, we had to take a pause to pee and I get snacks. Yeah, and okay, I'm not editing this episode at all, so it's just going to be loose. I bet you Trevor's found another pick while we're paused. Well, I want to check my text from Paul to see, but I don't want to know either. I'm not checking. I can't wait for Drunk Meg to show up. And she's been out since like 1 p.m. Word? Oh, she's lit. I don't know if she's been drinking the whole time, but yeah. she was having a gin at the bar by herself between yeah. her two different events. Oh, yeah, she's lit. If you have a solo gin in your lip, texting me pictures of solo gin uh-huh. and then some game that was on TV that she was pretending like she was watching. Flop. Okay. By the way, Trevor Lawrence just completed a pass. If you can score and stop the other team, you don't need to really change and be radically different. Where you at on Dungey calling games? That skinny fuck? (laughs) Terrorist. I just don't really care too much for Dungeon. He's fine. I'm not mad. He's not that he's an there. exciting guy. He doesn't like offend me. You know, like there's some announcers that I'm like, God, I can't stand your voice. Like Dungeon just kind of, you know, he blends in. Blends he doesn't in. inspire you, but he doesn't offend you. Yeah, right. And I'm fine with that. How many fake injuries are on this play? You know, Levitard brought up. I know that this podcast is now just me talking about stuff I heard on Levitard, which is fine. Because I do think, I listened to them this week, and I think it's fine for me to steal Stugat's takes because he steals them from other people. So I think one of my gimmicks is going to be like, I just steal all of Stugat's takes. say it. Or do the opposite of Stugat's take, like Costanza Stugat's, you know what I mean? If Stugat's has a take, I have the opposite of that take, so I'll probably be right. That's the move. So... Anyways, Levitard was talking on the podcast. He's brought this up like several times, and I've always agreed with it, and it's still blown my mind that this is a thing that keeps happening. He was like, he goes, why does someone like Joe Buck and Troy Aikman make as much money that they do? Because who the fuck is out there that's going, the only way... I'm watching this NFL game is if Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are calling it. It's right. They literally could have our dads call it and people would, the same amount of people would still watch it. I used to think that. <clears throat> I used to think well, the exact, no, no, here, so here's where he's right. So they're not the pull for the game, but they do give a credibility to the game. <clears throat> they lent, they do a thing I think everybody thinks it's easy to do, but even watching the Manning cast, like, if you're used to regular football, yeah. where it's Manning a guy who sloppy. knows how to broadcast in a clean manner, and then the color guy who's like a former player normally right. that knows how to explain the details right. of the game, and then when you don't have that, I'd rather just have no volume at all. So like, I'm sure. good with no volume. But so yeah, they don't have a value to the. Nobody's tuning in because of those guys. But if they're not there, I'd rather just have nothing okay. than like some random. But let me put it to you this way. I'm not saying that you don't want those two guys, but what I'm saying, I guess what Levitard has been saying is 
I think the NFL has more leverage to go, we're not going to give you $20 million for four months. We'll give you $5 million and you'll still do it because it's $5 million. Like, they demand so much money. The market's already created. You can't yeah. just retake a market that, and say, nope, now we don't pay you what you're already guaranteed. And you know what's so crazy, too, is that those dudes stay in the job for 20 years. So there, you, there's no telling how many countless other dudes that could have been great at announcing have come along, but they're never going to get the job. But how many jobs, if you do a decent job... Do you not keep getting paid a little bit more as of you course. go? And like, so they can't. No, just of course. It. It's just that it's such a monopoly because there's only one NFL. Like, you know, if there's a, you know, if you're a great golfer, you can be one of 150 great golfers. You can't be one of 150 great announcers because there's not that many fucking games to call. You know what I'm saying? Like the Monday night game. Like, there's only one Monday night football, and if you're the fucking dude, no one's ever going to come take your job if you're hitting. I see it just like coaching and playing. Like, you have all the players when they first come out, except for, of course, Tom Brady and the biggest players. But, like, your guys like Benjamin Watson or dudes who had a decent career, but they're a good talker. <clears throat> they have to go do, like, the Big 12 network and That's prove true. they can talk. Like That's the true. Ocho, you know, Sam Ocho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to go to these shitty, and they have to talk about whatever college that they went to or whatever. And then they go to one of these shittier local Fox affiliates. And then they work their way up to ESPN. And if they're really good, like RG3... That's true, but as long as Al Michaels is alive, they're not getting that slot. That, that You're talking about one slot, but there's 32... I mean, there's 16 games every week. Yes, so there's, that's, right. that's, I'm, I'm literally exclusively talking about the Monday night game. Right. Because like, so that's the Tonight Show of football and Right, so, but in every profession, there's a something where there's only one or two guys. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the Tonight up. Show is literally that, yeah. too. It's like, you you know, Johnny Carson gets it. As long as he wants to do it, he's the fucking guy. But, like, how many – they've reshifted Monday night rosters over and That's over true. And over. In it's my lifetime, it's yeah. been a lot. But Al Michaels has been the consistent one. But every year since we have, like, every, for the past years – Well, of course, Al Michaels years, isn't even on Monday night football. He's not anymore. on Monday night football. He's on fucking Thursday NBC night and then he's on Street. Amazon. Yeah. But, like, that's what I'm saying is Monday night is always different. Every year it's Tariko and somebody. Yeah, or no, Kornheiser right. was on it. Fucking Dennis Miller was on it. Like, they yeah. changed that shit. Oh, there's not the Cosells anymore. I liked Miller on it because I was a comedian. I love Dennis Miller. Yeah, but he was it, too funny and yeah, witty. Right. And like, they didn't like he it. He also didn't worship football. Like, he loved right. football, but he didn't treat it like a... He was a heel. He didn't treat it like the sanctuary that they want you to. Yeah, exactly. But, no, I, I like, as a comedian, I enjoyed Dennis Miller because I was like, oh, this is fresh. And then, yeah, you're right. Miller, he didn't jerk the NFL off. In fact, he did the complete opposite. So, like, there's no way that's going to last. But, like, that's what, for a viewer, we would love that. But the NFL has to be jerked off at every, you know, at every... More than anything, the NFL, as the biggest conglomerate, they just want to portray the same brand image. Uh-oh. That over's going to hit. All right, if this is 27-14 and we're just, you know, into the third quarter, that's it's, a game. It's a game. But, yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, that's why Goodell is that, – that's why they like a Goodell type. Like, Goodell is the – like, you can hate the guy you want, and, of course, we all do. But, like, he is real good at the thing that he's supposed to do, which is um, constantly um, – Give the NFL this image of we're the one, and it's we're it's we're sanctimonious about this shit, 
and we're not to be fucked with. Well, you were talking about Buffalo Wild Wings earlier, and so chains like that, any big conglomerate thing, like when you when you have a restaurant where you're, say you're in a town you've never been in, and you can't find a restaurant, but if you go to a, say, Olive Garden, yeah. or whatever you like, it's going to be the same. Consistent. It's going to be consistent yeah, right. every time, whether you're at McDonald's in Kentucky right. or McDonald's in L.A., it's going to be the same thing. So if that's what you like, I think it's the same thing as the broadcast. Yeah, you know? right. We need a, it's a comfort. It's like, here's this guy that I know is a good announcer and he's on this shit. Like, I like Peyton and Eli's talking. But they're, yeah, they're as not as podcast, good as Al Michaels. Yeah. But they're, the broadcast is so fucking yeah. clunky. It's yeah. worse than this. It's yeah. worse than our podcast. And that by we're the doing way, right now, and I'm eating a sandwich. By the way, did you know I heard this the other day? So, I, I, for the longest, I was like, it's, it's insane how much pull Peyton and Eli have that like they were able to get as much money for doing what they do and the NFL didn't go, but we need y'all to be in the same place. Did you know that Peyton, that's not even his house. That's his neighbor's house that he's, <laughs> did you know this? He goes to his neighbor's house and drinks beer. He goes, his, so like, he, his neighbor has a studio or something. His, well, like, he told ESPN or whatever that, like, he couldn't, as a good father and husband, tell his wife and kids that they have to be quiet every Monday night. So, so, and they they were like, you could just get, like, we could just soundproof the studio. And he was like, I'll just go to Bill's house. He's next door. So his buddy Bill just has Peyton set up at his house because Bill don't have no kids or whatever. So Peyton just, every Monday night, he, or excuse me, not every Monday night, like 12 11 months, Monday 11 Monday week, nights a, a, year. a year, he walks across the street to his to buddy Bill. Bill's house where they've set all this stuff up. And that way, because he didn't even want it to be at his house. That's how much fucking power Peyton Manning has. Okay, another, uh, uh, where I feel people don't, maybe, maybe more people realize this than I think, but it's Here we go! Jags down to the This is a game, line. buddy. Hey, this is a game. about to take to the house. They're going to win this fucking ball game. I can feel it. You want to win that bet. Dude, I win them both, Robbie. That's 200 bucks. So Peyton and Eli, they don't even have camera crews no. that's shooting stuff. They're just literally on the same exact, the camera. Yeah. So like yeah. when the when Joe and Buck, the actual announcer, they're like going to this camera and that camera yeah. and talking about this and showing a replay and talk. Yeah, Peyton and Eli have no idea what they're cutting no, to. They don't no. know the injury. They don't know no, like, what is this hurt guy. Who's he? There, it's, it's, me and you it could literally. Chaos. Me and you. Now we wouldn't be allowed to show the game or whatever. But in terms of like their production value, I promise you, me and you could do the Manning cast. As well as they do. As smoothly as they do. We're just not as popular as them, obviously. Well, and I promise I know more NFL players than they do. Oh, yeah. Like, they don't know, unless me it's and you, the top six guys on the team, they're like, what's your number 82? You could be sitting here, and I could be sitting at my house. If we had 4K we webcams. We have a neighbor with a sweet setup. Yeah, I go, kids. I go to Donnie's house. And my, my dad could be producing it on the live webcam, and I promise you. Matter of fact, we should do that. We should do that for Paul. Yeah. Now... I was gonna say we should do that for the Super Bowl, but I actually want to enjoy the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, but next year we should do some Monday night games where like me and you do it, and my dad like produces it because that would be we could. But I'm so saying like awesome. we could do it. Like Peyton and them, they're just hanging out at their fucking house. 
we now again we couldn't show the game. People would have to have the game on and then us in the side. Yeah, but we would have the same footage of the game that Peyton and Eli. Did. I know, same like, thing. We just couldn't pause it. Peyton we and couldn't Eli, pause it for you. They're doing like what uh, these companies that buy a, a product, like say they're selling liquor or you know tobacco, and they buy wholesale and then they slap their sticker on yeah. it. Yeah, that's Peyton and Eli just slapped their sticker and they just watched the same thing Joe and yeah. Jordan do. The same cameras. Yeah. Like, why are they showing that tight end? I, I mean, they, they are just dude, watching Joe Buck Corey, and talking I, I, There's been three times this year where I've heard Peyton Manning, who's the <laughs> grandfather of all football, when they'll show a defensive coordinator, Peyton will go, who's that guy? Who's that guy? He and by the way, that's know. the charm of the show. Yes, but he doesn't, he genuinely though doesn't. Has no idea. If it's not the offensive coordinator, Peyton, right. like, who is, I really don't, he doesn't Where know. Joe Buck and Al Michaels have the list of everybody in front of them, and, and that's they, how they bring value to the game. Well, they also, Joe and Troy, people don't realize this, they think they work for two hours. They spend all week. Oh yeah. They, they meet Interviewing. With, they interview yeah. all the coaches, all yeah. the main players. All that shit film. that they say between plays is yeah. because they talk. They know yeah, it. For They're sure. so prepared when no, they No, they earn in. their money. I'm not saying that they they don't. I'm just saying they could pay them half and they'd still do it. Jags! Holy shit. Jags! And by the way, we don't even know what else has happened, Robbie. We're in the past. We're only a few minutes behind, though. We're only about five minutes behind. This is a game. God damn it, I love playoff Buddy. football. All right. I thought we were going to have to do the thing that McAfee did during the uh, Georgia yeah. Championship. He starts interviewing veterans. It's a shitty game in the second. We got to call Tommy. Heath. We got to talk about wrestling. We <laughs> yeah. got to call people. We got. We can't call Paul. The game's not good enough to call Paul. And we have to sad. get back to live to call Paul. Yeah. So we are uh, we're, now we're working towards getting. So we'll fast forward to this extra point that they'll probably miss. If we get back to live and they scored another, we have to call Paul. Oh, here we go. Are they just showing the replay? Show the replays. Nick Bosa, look at it. Oh, him. Nick Bosa was in the neutral zone. They didn't even call shit. Little things matter. Oh, they did call him. Or Joey Bosa, my bad. Wait, why did Nick Bosa is his brother that yeah, played right. earlier today? Yeah, yeah, who, right. by the way, yeah. dominated. Yeah. So many brothers play defense. More brothers play defense than play offense. Shanning and Sterling Sharp excluded. If you're I'm, a brother, you play defense. But I, well, the Gronkowski brothers all played offense. I know, but most of the time, if you're a brother, you play defense. Yeah. Tell me yeah. I'm wrong. Name Ron, another one. Tiki and Ronde are half and half. Most of the time, most of the time, if you're a brother, you play defense. DeVar Darling and his brother who died, Denard Darling, they were twins at Washington State in like the early 2000s. They were twin brothers. And both played I know receiver. three defensive ones, so if you're a brother, you play defense. Have you ever heard of uh, Peyton and Eli? <laughs> you're a brother, you play defense. You're wrong, Robbie. You keep naming all these other you, – you keep naming exceptions that prove the role. It's J.J. What Watt's brother, T, not T.J., uh, Derek Watt. That's what I'm saying. Wait, he plays he, offense. Oh, does he really? Yeah, well, if you're triple brothers, then you saying, play – No, triple brothers, one of them plays triple offense. Brothers, triple brothers. Yeah, because you're forgetting Cooper. No, he played receiver. Yeah, he's a yeah. receiver. Yeah, he was a receiver. I thought you were going to say Cooper Cup. And I no. His brother's off quarterback. Is he really? Yeah, in college. God damn it. All right. <laughs> Most brother, I thought. I so take I, it back. Hey, Most brothers. So just, since we're talking to Paul on this podcast, if you're I a brother, you play what your brother played. Yeah, like Ronde and Tiki. Yes, and Peyton and Eli. I was kidding, Ronde. Oh yeah, Ronde, and Ronde played defense. Running back and yeah, DB. Yeah. Okay. See, brothers play defense. 
Brothers play football. Yeah, right. I think we nailed it. Brothers, all brothers play football. Motherfucking brothers love, <laughs> yeah, love football. football. I still feel like <laughs> I still feel like if somebody if if fucking uh, Reality was here and he could give us the true stats, I would say that more brothers have played defense than played anything else. I would agree. Yeah, Golick brothers. It's Golick. Okay, Golick's son played offense. Lineman. Line, line, offensive line, line is defense. defense. That's, That's the defense of the offense. offense. Dude, you know it is. It's true. I'll be line damn. don't count. I'll be goddamn. Line don't count. There's nothing. Oh, oh my fuck. God. Gerald Everett just ran over seven Jaguars. Dude, that's so true. The offensive line is the defense of the offense. Are there any Jacksonville Jags fans that call them the Jaguars? <laughs> yeah, probably. Because of the one? car? Yeah. Yeah. The cons. They call them the they Jaguars. Call the Jaguars. They, yeah. they call their own team yeah. the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. Duval. Holy shit. I love dude. that Stu Gotts is really good fr- friends with Shad and Tony. Makes has, sense. Though. It, it makes so much Baselli's, uh, slick back pieces of shit. Ever since Baselli got in the Hall of Fame, the Jags have been on a heater, buddy. Didn't uh, Stu Gotts get Baselli in the Hall of Basically. Fame? Basically. Yeah. And Levitar tried his best to not let him get in. I bet you if I emailed him enough, we could get Stu Gotts on the show. Mm, no, you wouldn't email him. Fly down. No, no, you don't email him. Yeah, You'd but, email somebody else. Yeah, Jessica. Yeah, so you don't email anybody like that and go directly to them. If Unless we, you hit for him and he reached out. But here's the thing. If you hit for him, yeah. you'll know it. He'll, and yeah. Then he, yeah, he'll, he'll get with you. But here's the loophole I found out by listening to the show. If Stu Gotts could... Find a way to, uh, uh, what's the term when you make the company pay for it? Um, expense. Expense. If he could, if he could, uh, expense his trip to do our podcast on Meadowlark, he would fly down here and do this podcast. Do you see where he did that at Notre Dame? Oh, they flew him in. They and he want, went, like, yeah. went on the field. And he all literally that went on the field, took a picture, and then left and went to his daughter's, like, Lacrosse, senior day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's like, I expensed it. But if we could expense him down here, he'd do it. By the way, speaking of expenses, you think that the host of the most popular football podcast yeah. in the world, he'd we're gonna have here. to make this show better. Robbie, no, I'm on it. I do. I'm good. Well, I yeah, did, but I'm not. Like, you need to get maybe a Here's producer. The deal. They love Roy Wood Jr. and Roy Wood Jr. loves me. There's my end. I talk to Roy. I get Stu guys to come here. Also. uh Fuck, what was I going to say? I had I just completely lost my train of thought. No, see, Stu I, Gotts. Uh, I think like Tony and Chris Cody and those guys, you, you get them on board and get in the circle, and then they bring you on the show for a local hour. You have I've been trying go, for years to get on the show. You don't See, that's the problem. You don't yeah, need to try yeah. to get on the show. You need to let them find you. And no, yeah. we, we can try I gotta to talk. Try. I just got to text Roy and be like, next time you're on, mention. Because here's the only time I need to come on, this would be my gimmick, is I'm Georgia boy. You know what I mean? They only have me on during college football, and they go to me whenever there's a Georgia game. Like, I'd be perfect for that. Like, don't – I'm not Mike Sure stat of the day. I'm just – talk to me about the Georgia game. And Georgia's about to be the new Alabama, so, like – Dude, they had Rosie Perez as, like, their boxing – like, literally – Rosie had, Perez? You didn't know that? Rosie no. Perez is their boxing analyst. No, that's awesome. The senior boxing analyst, Rosie Perez, but they – How have I never heard that? If I just skip forward on boxing stuff so – you, you, I started listening to Levitard in 15, yeah. and you just, you probably started in, what, 19? Yeah. So there's a couple years there where, like... Oh, I, like, I only saw him on ESPN a couple times. Yeah. I've mainly so, been the podcast. So I learned about him for the local Because I didn't ESPN watch TV radio. back then. Yeah. Okay. No, and I knew... I'm, 
I knew who the fuck they were, but I didn't watch ESPN yeah. back they, then. They would go to Rosie Perez. That's or, right. Uh, they would just go to like a comedian for yeah. a boxing or for a football game. So like, I'm trying to get my dad on the podcast now because he loved Lebetard on ESPN. But I'm sort the of show with Poppy. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Because every time, literally, Dad forgets that he asks. But like every week, me and my dad, like, well, you know this. You probably have a similar relationship with your dad. Like, sports is a huge bridge for us. Like, it's the biggest bridge. Like, sometimes when me and Dad are there and there's, like, maybe an awkward moment in something, Dad will just be like, man, Brock Purdy looks good, don't he? And then, we, and then like, me and Dad will talk for five hours, and it's a great conversation. And so, when I go over there and we don't have anything to talk about, I'll just be like, oh, Dad, I was listening to Levitard earlier. I, this happens three times a week that I say, Dad, I was listening to Levitard earlier. And three times a week, Dad goes, does his dad still come on the show? <laughs> and three times a week, I go, yes. And Dad's like, man, that's great. He's hilarious. And then the next day, same thing. Same question. Dad didn't hear me fucking at all. Dude, that's real similar to my um, relationship with my granddad, which is we talk about football for an, an hour or two. Yeah. And then he'll tell me his balls are sore, his yeah. legs hurt, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into like, or he'll tell me stories about when he was young, cool shit he did. But it always starts out with we're talking about what happened in football and like, he knows that most of his grandkids don't love football, and I'm the one that happens to share his same. Yeah, life. right. Rob, no matter what, football. Every time Rob comes over, he'll say, he'll know every game I'm talking about. Yeah. He'll want to talk about, and we have, and we've connected more of that in the past few years since I've yeah. moved back up here. Yeah, and we start every conversation, no matter what. Today I went over to talk to him about his knee injury. I'm but halfway it started surprised about an that hour of football. Yeah, I'm halfway surprised that you're not sort of an Alabama apologist. Because of your papa, I I'm a little bit like because yeah. you know when I was like a super little kid before I actually watched football. Yeah, like you my papa had bought me the Bama, Bama shirts. Yeah, and stuff, right. So like before I I same knew with me what, in Tennessee. Before I started playing football, there's a picture of me like when I had caught a fish. At, yeah, like, as a kid holding the fish up and, and I'm wearing Alabama a Bama shirt. Jersey, yeah. And, like, I don't even remember yeah. that I would have a Bama shirt, but that was, like, when I was eight, my dad took me to a Georgia game. Yeah. And from then on, I started playing football. Yeah. I love the Bulldogs. But, like, yeah, so I always – there's a spot in my heart that when everybody else hates Bama, every other Georgia fan hates Bama. I don't hate Bama. Yeah. I hate most See, Bama hate fans. Them. Yeah. But I always, like, when if, if Georgia was not in it, which they usually weren't, I rooted for Bama when everybody else did because of my papa. Yeah, right. So, that to me, that's the only way. If you don't have that, if, if you're just a piece of shit rooting for Alabama, yeah, right. you're a piece of shit rooting for Alabama. Yeah, right, right, Alabama. right. But, like, I at least want to see my granddad be happy because I knew Georgia sucks. Well, so, okay, then, then you are, and that makes sense to me because, like, so... You know, yeah, a little bit there's, of an pic- there's pictures of me as a kid in a Peyton Manning jersey because uh, my everybody at church loved them. Well, well, do you know this story that my papa, who I remember as a kid, was oh, he wore that motherfucker wore Georgia Bulldog pants when they didn't even make Georgia Bulldog pants. He invented red bridges. Like he he wore like. I've got so many of his old, like, Georgia Fisher Trevor going deep, baby. Trevor Holy shit. All right. Woo! They got to go for two here. Okay, so, so they're anyway. technically two scores down. So, if they go for two here, it's an eight-point game. Yep. So, holy yep, shit, two, 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 two. They got to go for two. And then it's an eight-point game. We can skip through the commercials. We're almost live. At that point, we can call Paul. Yes, yeah, true. Should so, we call Paul? So, Oh, we definitely should. We have to get live, though. Yeah, we're almost live. So, uh, let's get the two point first. 
all I remember of my papa was in Georgia shit. That's all I remembered. But then later in life, I found out that my papa and the entire Forster family actually grew up hardcore Tennessee fans. And then my papa, who died in the wool, fucking Tennessee fan, he was a huge Johnny Majors fan. That was his favorite motherfucker. And then in the late 80s, early 90s, they fucked Johnny Majors over in like a coaching job. And my papa, <coughs> come on, baby, come on, baby. No, throw a flag, throw a flag. When they fucked Johnny, <laughs> my, my papa was more of a Johnny Majors fan than he was a Tennessee fan. So when they fucked Johnny Majors over, he went out into his yard, took all his Tennessee shit, burned it, and then told my daddy, he goes, we're Bulldogs now. Because that was the opposite of Tennessee. He was like, he's like, I'm going to be a blood trader because fuck him. So my dad... My dad has never really... How did he get so wide open? The safety just bit on the other guy. My dad has never really cared about college football. He's always been a pro guy, which me and you used to think was crazy. But now we know it's the truth. So my dad like was like, yeah, whatever. We're Georgia fans. Who, who gives a shit? So my dad's never been like a hardcore Georgia fan. So when I was a kid, we went to a Citrus Bowl. There was a flag. They get to redo the two-point conversion. Oh, no, oh fucking off. shit. What? So, when when I was a kid, my dad wasn't like a hardcore Georgia fan. So, oh, shit, Bosa's out? No, no, he's, that that's one foul towards the okay. squad. It was unsportsmanlike on Bosa after the extra point. If he gets another he's penalty, he's out. Okay. But they're going to enforce him on the kickoff, which will give them a chance to pin the Chargers deep, you know. Okay. So, anyways, when Tennessee played Northwestern in the Citrus Bowl and we got invited to go by Lil Dave and Big Dave, my dad had no qualms about putting me in a Peyton Manning jersey because, hey, we're rooting for the team that we went here with. No. And I was a fucking kid. Like, I didn't you know. know. I didn't know to be like, fuck Tennessee. So... I think that, like, subconsciously, because I saw Peyton Manning's last college football game, I've always been like, I don't hate Tennessee. I mean, I want us to beat them, but, like, I kind of feel bad. You know what I mean? So So that's you with Alabama, me with Tennessee. Tennessee's my favorite Georgia game of the year. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Me too. Because, but it's because I fucking hate Tennessee. I hate Tennessee more than I hate Florida. I hate it more than I hate Florida. Oh, no, me. I hate, no, Tennessee is my number one most hated team. Yeah, they're not I fucking hope everybody that I'm friends with and their kids that are Tennessee fans have a good night tonight and a good weekend, and they fucking all die Monday. Yeah, I, I don't you. care. I don't want them to get to see another season. Yeah, I'm that I way don't with Florida. Hear any shit. Yeah, and my wife's a Florida fan, so it's nice. Your wife's a Florida fan for the dumbest fucking the reason. dumbest reason I've ever. Never, Paul, there's no good reason for Paul, your wife. Paul, my wife is a my wife was born an Iowa fan, but dated a guy born in, one born she was. Hey, hey, when Hayden talks, I will listen. I will listen. To Hayden. <laughs> Uh, but Amber was born an Iowa fan and then dated an idiot in high school, and he liked Florida, so she started watching Florida games with him, which is like, okay, fine. If you're if you're a girl and you don't really give a shit, I, I get it that you support your boyfriend's team. But then they broke up, and she thought that she just had to keep being a Florida fan. She dated him for, what, a year? Not even that. She dated him for nine no, months. Not even that, spent- and... Barely liked him. She's been with you for almost her whole adult but, yeah. life, and well, she can't be a Georgia fan. No, now granted, she does root for Georgia, 
and she gets she, like because she's she has Florida because she has a Florida hoodie. I know, but because she's married to me, she roots for Georgia when they're not playing Florida, and she doesn't understand why I don't give her the same. And she's like, she's like, but you won't even root for Florida when they're not playing Georgia. I go because I fucking hate y'all. I was like, Amber, if y'all were playing Germany in a game, I would hope that Germany fucking butt fucked y'all. Does she know how stupid that is? Yeah. Okay, well, you know. And she, but at the but at the same time, and I'll give her credit for this. She goes, "I decided to be a Florida fan, and I'm not giving up on them." <laughs> so I, but I do respect that. I respect. And by the way, she knows the players, like, and she actually. I, this is me sounding really sexist because it's like, oh, women don't really care about football. Amber watches every Florida game, like. If we're doing something around the house, the same as I'll quit if the Georgia's playing, she fucking watches all the Florida games. She truly roots for them. So, like, I kind of do respect her. You know what I mean? Like, she fucking... She also wants to fuck the shit out of Chris Leak. Now, she definitely... Tim Tebow don't hit for her. No, I'm okay. Thank you, though. No, I'm good. I'm really not that hungry. That new medication is really helping me out. Oh, you're out. just drinking. Yeah, I'm just drinking. That's where my calories like are going. I like better. Um, but uh, she she hates Tim Tebow because she like objectively he's annoying, but she like l- wants to steal computers with Chris Lee. Wait, that was Kim Newton. Same. Oh, she does. Yeah, oh yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, Dolph Dumgren. She su- she loves Dumgren. She she told me she's like he's too young and he's kind of ugly, but he's kind of daddy because he looks like he'd steal a car. She loves Florida trash. My wife is a big tittied Panama City Beach loving Florida Jean Shark. She's a dumb Florida fan whore, and I love her for it, dude. It makes the Georgia Florida game interesting in the house. I think you're the only part of that that you've said that I don't agree with. I don't think she was born an Iowa fan. <laughs> she was. No, no. I think she was born. Her dad was an Iowa fan. Yeah, yeah. I think Amber, since the day she walked Florida out, fan. she was a Florida yeah, fan. Yeah. Every they way. They didn't know. They didn't know. She yeah. she had not yeah. been introduced to it. But yeah. here's how you know because the instant she was introduced to Florida, she was like, "That's me." Yeah. She's been exposed to Georgia and all these other teams, and she doesn't identify with them. She identifies with the Gators. I don't know if we've talked about this, but I think this is very interesting, and it shows the difference in college football fandoms and how it's more intense in the South, and I would argue better. Did you know that in Iowa, even people who are like – like there are people who are, I'm an Iowa Hawkeyes fan – or I'm an Iowa State fan, but they kind of like both of them. They like both of them. They like both of them. Like, can you imagine rooting for Georgia Tech? Can you imagine rooting for Georgia Tech? Uh, the, there's um, like there's not Yankee and Mets fans. Like no. everybody likes one or the other. Right. Jets or the Giants. Jet, right. What type of fucked up world is, is it? College, the Midwest. College is that football. What it is? Yeah, but like it. The, like I think they're just like we just like Iowa, the state. You know. So like, what else uh, are they gonna like? Yeah, but like, you know, Iowa that that and they were god awful this year. And the only reason that I know, normally I would never know how god awful Iowa is. It's just that everybody in my family is a Hawkeyes fan, and so like they've kind of been my like secondary team. But they're not in the SEC, so like I don't mind rooting for them. So like I want Iowa to be good, you know. But, but then Iowa State maybe too. Yeah. No, well, no. I well. 
Do they care? Does her family care about Iowa they, State? Listen, too? they major in Iowa. Okay. I think what it is is there's people that major in Iowa and minor in Iowa State, okay. and then there's people that major in Iowa State and my, now if Iowa. So and I, I know people who say, for example, could like say Georgia, and then they follow Georgia Southern, Southern, in a but not division. Tech. Yeah, not Tech. But Iowa State and Iowa is like Tech and Georgia Tech. No, no. What I think it is more like is like Auburn, Alabama, right? You yes, get, and that couldn't yes. happen at all because like. Georgia Tech has gotten to such a level where they're not in the same uh, conference as Georgia. Right. And they're so shitty. But, like, when you put it to Alabama-Auburn, that's That's different. Because they're about the same. And they're they're both in the West. And they're both in the same level. Yeah, right. That's weird. That seems incestuous. No, it's crazy. But, like, to me, it's like people. Okay, Alabama's the incest state that everybody jokes about. But they don't do that with football. No, hell no. Iowa has incestuous football. But that's how you know that, like, college football just – it's crazier in the South. Like up there, they're just like, we're just here to have like a good time. We're just here to have a good time. But like in the South, it's like, nah, son. Like you like one or you like the other. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, college football uh, is so it, – it's only a – so everybody in the South thinks college football is a national obsession. Yeah, right, and it's but not. But everywhere else thinks the South thinks it's a national yes, obsession. But right. people in the South are surprised yeah. to learn that – Wait, people at Washington State Dude, aren't obsessed with college football. I mean, when we went to, we were. Uh, I remember the 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 Georgia uh, Georgia Tennessee game where Josh Dobbs threw that hail mary and oh beat God. us. Uh, we watched that in Bakersfield, California, and we had to request. We were at a bar that had. I'm not kidding, Robbie. This bar had 16 TVs, and we had to request that that game be turned on because everybody was watching a Dodgers game or soccer shit or whatever, and like. Georgia Tennessee is in college football one of the biggest games. Like, well, to us, I know it's so I, weird. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like to us, like in your mind, you're going like, no, no, no you don't understand. This isn't <laughs> this isn't Georgia playing Vanderbilt. This it's is Georgia CBS Tennessee. This is fucking Vern Lundquist. And they were like, I mean, if y'all want to watch it, we'll turn it on on one TV, surrounded by the Dodgers. Fucking regular season, they're, they're one out of one eighty. Yeah. yeah, like that's what everybody was fucking watching, and and like we were acting, we were showing our fucking ass, and everybody was like, "What the fuck is going on, dude?" When we, so you remember, but right, so that's why people think college football fans are south are crazy because we go there we and be crazy. And we're like, wait, you don't have our favorite yeah. game on the TV that you don't care about? Well, if you'll remember, right before uh, Josh Dobbs threw that hail mary, we. Had the game winning. We had the game winning play, and when that and when that happened, I fucking stood up. I bet you did. I told, told, dude, I stood up, looked at Trainer, I go, "Fuck y'all!" I neon Dion down the whole bar in front of children, going, "Suck my fucking dick, go dogs!" And then, which made the hail mary that much sweeter for them. I did it. I ruined the game. Which that right there is why I have never once. In a game I'm not playing in, which I don't play, <laughs> talked any shit because I shouldn't have. I yeah, shouldn't have. But and you hey, learned a moment. Right well, there, yeah. well, here's the deal. I had actually learned a couple years before, and yeah, and, like you learned. Yeah, right. It was the Alabama Georgia SEC Championship, and Herbert's running for the fucking first down. God damn it! Jags. It was it was the Alabama Georgia SEC Championship. I was watching it at the Comedy Catch. I was opening up for 2012. my. Yep, I was opening. Murray. Yep, I was opening up for my good friend, the Midnight Swinger, and we, we blocked were, that field goal and ran it back for touchdown. And as soon as that happened, as soon as that happened, 
I sprinted across the bar and went, championship, motherfucker, and started sucking it to everybody. And then what happened? Yep. So both of those games, I did that. Well, just to let you know, during the uh, the remember when Georgia played Bama and the whole second and twenty six thing. Yeah. Happened? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that that Wait, was right our, right when they brought Jalen Hurts in. Well, yeah. One of our buddies called me at halftime. Um, a buddy, our buddy Seth, who we played ball with in high school, very great guy. Still, he's one of your neighbors now. I love Seth. awesome guy. We don't hang out enough. But Seth, here's why I don't hang out with Seth as much as I should. During and I told him during this call, I'm not going to hang out with you as much as I should anymore. <laughs> uh, but he called me at halftime in that game. He goes, he was like, Robbie, we're fucking doing it, man. We're fucking, we're gonna win it's it. Year. We're fucking national champion title, it's baby. It's the year, Robbie. And I was like, I was like, Seth, it's only halftime, and we're playing Bam. He's like, doesn't matter, bro. It's fucking over. And like, I was like, I can't do this. I can't celebrate until Bama is dead. I okay. Can't, Robbie. And so I don't hang out with him as much as I used to, and I admit I'm sorry that I don't. Do you now understand my attitude in the text? In what text? You're always like, you're such a defeatist, Corey. You never think we're going to fucking win. It's because I've had to do the opposite. Yeah. Because I used to be the guy that was like, we do one good thing, and I'm like, championship, fuck yeah, whatever. What I'm saying is, can't we be going to win without you yelling it in everybody's face? No. Yes. Not when I'm in Bakersfield drunk. You're not on the team. Robbie, I was with two Tennessee fans, one of whom I hate. Yes, but I always watch games like that. I don't ever. Have you Not know? with Tennessee fans, you don't. I watched the Tennessee South Carolina game with all Tennessee fans. I didn't say where. I don't. Wait, Tennessee shit. South Carolina. I'm just saying when this game, the game this year where they the got their Tennessee. Ass looked. Yeah, right. You don't have stake in that. You're not a Georgia fan. I watched the Tennessee Georgia game at Leaping Leprechaun last year with all Tennessee fans around. I didn't well, say where. You're a better person than me. Is that what no, I want you to say? No, I'm not. All I'm saying is like every single opinion about Georgia that you have, I just like, don't yell it at people's I face. I can't not. Well, no, I don't not. <laughs> Well, no, I don't now. I don't now because of these lessons that I've learned. Yeah. Now, I think that we're going to lose even when we're up 65 to nothing. No, but, but I, no, not, listen, you don't understand. It's different when I'm with Trey and Drew. This is very specific because we've been in the fucking car all day, fucking waiting for this game, ruminating on shit, talking shit. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking say my piece, talk my fucking shit, right? Well, might I suggest next time if you can't resist, wait till it hits zero. But zero, Robbie, zero. you're not hearing me. I, I do are, now, I and I do, but I do the complete opposite. Where <laughs> I think we've lost, even if we're up by four touchdowns, Robbie. How, how, how quick did I give? I, I, I went to bed during the half second. I woke back no, up. You went. You went to bed in the. First quarter. First, first quarter. quarter. First quarter. They went up 14 nothing. I go, I'm out. I'm taking my pills. I've been telling you and Paul, like, I'm scared of Harrison Jr. And then, like, in the first quarter, you're like, we can't stop Harrison. I'm going to bed. And I'm like, and then, and, and then the only reason that I finished that game is because I told y'all, I go, I'm taking my pills right now. As soon as I was about to, I had my pills in my hand and Amber texted me or Kirby texted me and she goes, Hey, I'm going to need you to pick me up from the bar. And I was like, fuck, I can't take these pills. And then once I knew I had to be awake, I go, well, I guess I'll go in here and watch Georgia lose. And then I watched one of the greatest games I've ever seen in my life. So, so I did watch it. <laughs> but if Kirby had not texted me and said, you got to come pick me up, I would have 100% gone to sleep, missed that whole game because I gave up. So what I'm saying, Robbie, is I don't do that anymore. I, I think we're going to lose every game. I would have called you. Yeah, that, 
my phone's on do not sir. You did the setting for me, though. Oh, that's right. That's right. I have the setting where you can call. <laughs> I don't abuse that, but during that Georgia game, yeah. had you been asleep and we got back, you, I was calling you. The only – there's four people – wait, no, there's three people that have access to me when I'm on do We say serve. Amber. You, Amber, and Kirby. No, no, four. You, Amber, Kirby, my mom. Not my dad. <laughs> he yeah. can't get in. He'll call you about the wrong shit. He has to tell mom to call me. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, your dad, people. It, it would either be the the wrong shit or it would be like, I got some meat. And like, yeah. you, like you've been on the road for a few years. Like, yeah. I got some meat. No, but yes, I did set it up where you could call me during. By the yeah. way, did you know that my phone is never not on Do Not Disturb? Yeah, that's why I like the move. I, I got the thing to where I no, just, you can call me whenever. I know, but before when I was when I was blocked, yeah. as soon as it hit voicemail, I just go, I'll text him. He'll get back to me in posterity. It's or, the best way to live your life. His kid will text me back one day. Best way to live your life. You're on your own time. That's why I pause the football games. I don't think it's a lunatic move, but I do. Yeah, it's 50 points already, bro. You've won the over. Now it's just honey bun money. It's that honey bun money now. And we're almost back up to live TV where we can call Paul. A stop right here would be so cute. I mean, either okay, a field goal and a uh, and a stop either way here. They're going to have to score twice. Yeah, but it's third and four. Herbert's got the ball and shotgun. Oh, they're blitzing the safety. Oh, god damn it. Keenan Allen over the middle, first down. One of these Coors Edge. Jag sent him a safety blitz and uh, didn't work. Look how long it took, though, for the safety coming out here off the side. Why did it take him so fucking long? Oh, yeah, these are good. Look, it took him too long. Yeah, they're good, aren't they? It's such a cheat code. It is a cheat code because I feel great. This I is, definitely feel like I'm drinking you, a beer. Have you tried this one? Uh-uh. Take a sip. I think that's the best one out of the four that that's I've had. That's the best one, yeah. That tastes the most like the beer that it's trying to be. Yeah. Well, like, that tastes exactly like a Heineken. One of my uh, clients told me about it. She's, like, trying to quit drinking. But she said, dude, if you ever do the non-alcoholic beer, Heineken Zero is the most delicious yeah. one. And so that's why I got this Lucy here to see if she's yeah. a lying bitch. I mean, this Coors is pretty good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it is. Have you tried any of the non-alcoholic liquors? They have them? Yeah. Where at? I don't know. There's a company that I'm going to try to get sponsored by now that I know I might like it. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, man, but it's like some sort of spirit that they've just taken the alcohol out, but it's still like... There, there's like several of them that everybody's like, nah, these are garbage. And then I saw one that like some dude that I actually respect was like, yeah, uh, most of them taste like potpourri, but this one is like, you know, it pretty much tastes like vodka. <laughs> and used to, I, like, I still want to be like, well, goddamn, I don't want to just drink vodka. I'll just have a diet Mountain Dew. And I'm like, this is exactly what you said about beer. We were so wrong about it. Paul, I don't know if we told you this, but me and Robbie used to uh, scorn people who drank non-alcoholic beer because we were like, well, goddamn, I could just have a Diet Dr. Pepper. But now that we drink non-alcoholic beer, we understand its virtues. And uh, also, I'm definitely about to do another shot. Can I have some more of that gin? First of all, 
When I say we drink non-alcoholic beer, this is the second time in 36 years that I've had non-alcoholic We do it now, beer. though. I do it now. We do this I do. shit. I do this shit. What do you want a shot of, Jim? Jim, yeah. Robbie, the first day I worked out with you, I was a person who worked out. You know what I mean? Like, I went my whole life not working out. Me and you had one session, and I was already I, just, I was already telling people, I was just like, you know, I was like, it's someone that works out. You know, like, somebody with a trainer. Yeah. That, uh, you know, <laughs> like... It, as an entertainer with yeah, a trainer, yeah. you know, I try to it doesn't, myself both mentally yeah. and physically. It doesn't take me long to immerse myself fully into a world I don't deserve to be in. I was going to say, one thing that I feel like you and your dad do have a lot in common is that, like, y'all can get fully into Fully immersed into the world, yeah. Y'all can get into something, take a bite of it, and then next thing you know, not only are y'all immersed, but you know a lot of shit yeah, about yeah. it. For like I definitely a, got that from my for dad. For, like, a hot six months. Yeah. And then you're like, you know what? Nah. Yeah. Like, oh, they missed oh, the field goal. Oh, like, fuck. The my, Chargers my missed dad, the field goal. My dad, went, my dad got a green egg and then started becoming a professional barbecue smoker. <laughs> that's, exa- that's, that's my personality in a fucking nutshell, dude. I feel like also your dad, like, probably, like, Started jotting down a journal one day, and then like a month I'm later, a wrote a book and yeah. like published and, and the book. Like, eh, yeah. I'm out. Nah, I don't do that. One and done. One and done. No, dude, that's such. Amber makes fun of me for that all the time, and I'm like, you're right to make. Fun, you're right to point out that's a thing I do, but I don't know if you should make fun of me for it because it to me seems like a cool thing. It seems like I get a lot of well-rounded hobbies. Yeah, she's like, you're just such a a, a binging type person. Like, okay. Uh, I collected shoes for a while. Stop. Do you know why I stopped? Because I got all the ones I like. Had enough. I got. I have one that matches every possible outfit I'd want, and I don't really collect shoes anymore. Well, and one thing I've always admired about your dad is the fact that whatever, I don't know the decisions that went into it, but like, at one point, he was like a professional folk musician, basically, or bluegrass, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just transitioned into, oh, here's what I do now. And like, he went full into it and became very successful. Now he's a podcast producer. Yeah, and like, And he's gonna crush at it. Yeah, and it's fine. Dude, you, you can do that and you can get, take a bite of something and be like, I think I do this now. It feels right. I'm going with it. Dude, so dad, we just let dad take over putting on airs and, uh, He's been texting me and Trey shit. He's like, so I've been studying this weekend, watching all these videos, and he's telling me and Trey, who have been in the podcast business for six years, all this shit, and we're like, oh, god damn, we should do <laughs> And Dad's been doing it for a week, and he's just like, yeah, that's what we're doing. He's learned it. Yeah, he's got he's it. dug in. He doesn't have a reason not to, you know, spend some Ran a restaurant and goes, this ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> I know we're, like, making money and shit, but, like, I don't really want to do this no I'm more, out. and I so I won't. And that's what I like they about it. They couldn't have been making too much money because I stole most of it. Yeah, well, you were sniffing <laughs> half of it and eating the other yeah, half. Yeah. The profit was going up your nose and in your belly. <laughs> it's hard to sustain a local bakery that way. Yeah, when, when the kid that runs it is snorting cocaine all the time. <laughs> that was a business model. God, I'm so glad that DraftKings wasn't a thing back then. Actually, that would have been the best time for me to have a DraftKings account. Well, I wish DraftKings was legal when I worked at T-Mobile when I was 21 because I got fired for doing illegal gambling offshores <laughs> on the company's T-Mobile <laughs> computers. Uh, and I, I, they didn't, I didn't, I had no idea why I was getting fired. I was like, wait, I've met my numbers. Like, I'm, I get yeah. along with all the employees. What's up? What's wrong here? I, I come into work on time. Yes, I drink and smoke and dip like during the shift sometimes, but I didn't know what it was, but. 
funny the boss told me he's like, man, you've been gambling like sports gambling on the company computers, dude. They, they look at that stuff. I was like, oh, they look at that. Why would they do that? I was like, do they look for at anything else that you maybe looked up on the computer? Yeah, so we've already got our money back, Robbie. Oh, buddy, over this hit. game's paid for itself. It has. And dude, it's about to get real witchy here towards the end. It's thirty twenty. The Chargers missed that easy field goal. By the way, I mean, if they lose by one, it's fine for me. Shh, don't say that to Paul. I'm just saying it's fine for me. I don't think they could even lose by one now. They'd have Ooh, to lose by they're one. letting me cash out for 66 hey, bucks. Guess who's not doing that? Don't do that shit. And Fuck also, no. hey, don't look at your bets too much because it might show some live shit that we don't quite know yet. That's true. Good call. The mystery is part of the... Well... I enjoy the mystery. But I also only look at social media when I have to for non-personal things. God damn it, where's the Captain America? What are you looking for? What's happening over here with Captain America? I'm trying to send the perfect gift. The, to, what's the situation here? What's the context? Uh, I sent the text of the... Here it is. Yeah, there we go. I sent the gift, the thing of the cash out mm-hmm. and then sent the gift of Captain America saying, no, I don't think I will. That's pretty perfect for the situation. That's how you got to judge the gift, man. Yeah, it's an, I lo- art. It's I, an art. By the way, the only reason I knew is because I've used that gift seven times this year on a cash out. <laughs> Where I'm like, I know what y'all want me to do. You think I want to make 15 bucks? No, I want to make 95, you idiot. I've already made my... Now, if, if if the over was looking bad, maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. Do you think when you ride the lightning, the lightning has like a push this button and actually uh-uh. down to the left? Now, no, you ride the yeah. fucking lightning. Let me tell you over. something. Now, a lot of people don't bet like this, but when I bet 50 bucks, it means I'm willing to lose 50 bucks. I don't, I don't give a fuck. By the way, this but, is the first time I've gambled in like eight weeks because I lost all my money eight weeks ago. It also means you have a chance of gaining 50 bucks. I'm saying, I'm a winner. Also, By the way, look at the Jags here. Did he catch it? Yeah, he oh. did. Yeah, he did. All right, cheers. Here's some gin. They never get uh, just get under the ball and snap that motherfucker. I hate the fucking Chargers coach, man. So you know he he played his starters last week for no reason at all, yeah. and then kept them in. And Mike Williams, their best receiver, fractured his spine. Yep. yep. Fucking idiot. Absolutely, absolute morons. They don't deserve to win. A, just a random amount of time. Like put them in for the first quarter or two, and like brothers play defense. <laughs> My dumbest take of all time. Literally based on Nick Bosa and JJ Watt. That's yeah. it. Brother JJ Watt's brother's plays offense. Offense, yeah, but but as I said, triplets sometimes if there's three brothers digging. if there's you three just, brothers, one of them plays yeah. offense. I'll tell you what though, if if you take that quote out of context and assign it to Paul yeah. and just say brothers play defense, yeah. I would think it was a racist thing of about like yeah, white people. Yeah. There's more white guys on offense. Offense, yeah. So that this is actually goes back to what I was saying to you off mic before the podcast even started, how like 
I don't give a fuck how dumb a sportscaster's take is as long as they stick to it, even when Go it's hard. proven. Yeah, and I was trying to do that with my brother's take, but I genuinely believed I was right. I genuinely believed in my heart brothers play defense. Does anybody ever genuinely believe they're wrong at first? Yeah, you you, I've done it. But you wouldn't believe it if you thought it was wrong. Yeah, exactly. Why would you believe something is wrong? Yeah, exactly. Everyone believes that they're right. Yeah, the thing that they... That's why I really hate when somebody says, you always think you're right. I'm like, yes. it's literally impossible It'd be insane. to think you're right. Right. Like, why would you think Like, it? don't get me wrong. If you say the phrase, you always think you're right even when evidence proves that you're wrong, that's an asshole. That's different, yeah. But everyone thinks they're right. If you say something going, I bet that's wrong... You're an idiot. Like, why would you... Again, Stu Gotts is the exception to all of these things. But, like, yeah, if I if something comes out of my mouth as my opinion, the only reason it's my opinion is because I think that's the right thing to do. Terry Crews... I don't know. Larry Cat's back! Does he, does he try too hard? Terry Crews tried I just hard. don't know what's going on. It's just wild that he was like in those Friday movies and then he was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine and now he's just, he's a host for things. Which like, that dude, listen, that's a great gig to have. It's it's honestly... Completed pass. Jags! Jags! Being a, if you get to the point in your career where people are like, we want you to be the host of everything, that's amazing. You don't have to really learn any lines. You've just got cue cards. All you have to do is go, even if I don't feel like it today, I have to have the most insane confidence and personality. Like, Ryan, that's C- what he's got. Ryan Seacrest has had to say some things that he didn't believe so many times. Like, Ryan Seacrest has had to look into a camera and go, she was born in Idaho, so no one thought she could sing. But here she is, Miss America. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he gave Meg's graduation ceremony speech. Yeah, he went to, wait, he went to Kennesaw, didn't he? No, he went to UGA for one semester and then dropped out and moved to. Uh, you're thinking of Ty Pennington? I'm from pretty the Home sure that no, Ty Pennington from the Home Improvement Show went to Kennesaw. Hold on, look it up. I am. I am looking it up, Robbie, and I believe I'm right. <laughs> I believe, I believe that I'm right. You're right. He went to Kennesaw, but he just gave the graduation speech at Georgia instead. Well, I mean, dude, Jim Carrey didn't go to Harvard, but he gave the commencement speech at Harvard. I'm telling you. No, you're right. He went to when Georgia. When Ty Pennington came out, remember the home improvement show? No, guy? you're right. He went to Georgia. He was, like a, he was like the Ryan Seacrest of home improvement shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to Kennesaw State, and I feel like a lot of people... Well, for the record, he could have went to Kennesaw for a semester and then went to Georgia. Not I unheard to, of. I was trying to... He told the story at the... At oh, the well, speech. I didn't hear you say that part. Well... Granted, I started talking over yeah, you. Yeah, like, you didn't read the text about Taco Bell... I really just don't be. <laughs> no, I but just I hear hey. key, I hear key words and I go, all right, here's what I think. Who was it that went? Somebody went to fucking Kennesaw. Ty Pennington. He's the nah, nine Seacrest of that. I'm telling you, that's who it is. He absolutely went to Kennesaw State University before he went to Georgia. Who? Ryan Seacrest. It's right here. What does it say? One semester? Yeah, but he still went there. He told us he so just went to college. So we're both right. For, he told us he just went to college for one semester 
Five famous, famous KSU grads. He's not a grad. Yeah, they've got him here as one now. That's crazy. Fucking liar. Maybe I'm a liar. And also, nobody remembers. You're right, though, Ty Pennington. I know. That's yeah. why I... I wouldn't remember Ty Pennington, though. He graduated from Georgia, but he... I, and now, you, here's the deal. No, I no. Said, he didn't graduate from anywhere. Oh, he didn't? No, he well, went to both of them, I okay. guess, for yeah, one yeah. semester. No, he... At the, he said when he was 19, he dropped out of college from Georgia uh-huh. and went out to L.A. So yeah, right. He must have gone to Kennesaw out of high school for and one semester. And then went to Georgia. Yeah, went right. to Georgia one yeah. semester. But he did. And the only reason that I even knew that he did is because my wife went to Kennesaw and she told me that. Oh, my God. This is the least football thing we've ever talked about. Well, I'm just glad that I'm right. I mean, we're both right. He did go to Georgia, too. Well, we both did think we were right. Yeah. I was wrong in that I said he didn't go to Georgia, he went to Kennesaw because he went to both. And you were wrong in that you said he only went to Georgia, he didn't go to Kennesaw. Yep. He was fat. Did you know he was fat? I know Jack's about to score. Wait, is that the Ryan Reynolds movie or is that Ryan Seacrest real life? No, he was fat. (laughs) We need a producer to tell (laughs) us whether or not. As the Jack. I'm sitting here trying to tell you Jags are about to score and get back in it, and you're like, I'm pretty sure our secret's fat, but we're, I don't know. This is the <laughs> show. <laughs> I know. But at some point, one of us usually ends up looking at the game, and that's the show, too. Look at Ron Seacrest, little fat ass. Yeah, damn. <laughs> Come on, Jags! I've never seen a child that looks like a child molester. I know! <laughs> he looks like fucking uh, William H. or uh, fucking Sam Gay. Who's Gacy? Gacy. Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. I almost said William H. Gacy. The dude. (laughs) (laughs) William H. Gacy. How much are you offering me a cash out for now, you fucking cheap piece of shit? Suck my fucking dick, Mark. We're going to end up just calling Paul after the game, right? What a game! Why did we doubt it? Why did we think to bet against the Jacksonville Jaguars? <laughs> Dude, we did say early in the game, we're like, listen, Trevor's going to make up for these mistakes. Flag on the defense. It was Bosa. He's fucking out. He's fucking out. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Bosa's fucking out. Shaker knows. He's fucking out. Liv Schreiber looking motherfucker. What did he do? I don't know. Okay, he did get held. Hold on. He got held. He, 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 I think he taunted oh, afterwards. Oh, no, he went. Oh, this, that right there. That right there. He threw the helmet on the field. He's protesting not getting the holding call. But look, he got held bad. He did. He did. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's it. pretty rough. But fuck him. Hey, Jags. Now he's out. Jags, baby. Go for two, baby. Go for two. They don't have Bosa to stop you. This is a this is a pretty uh, insane two point attempt. I respect it though. They're letting everyone play but Bosa. Yep, they are. They don't let brothers play. <laughs> they don't. Brothers can't play defense anymore. 
Ben saying it. <laughs> they won't let brothers play defense. All the brothers. Oh god damn it! Get it, Jags. Get it, Jags. By the way, if they get this and then the Chargers still win, I win the bet. Oh, easy, easy. Woo! Trevor stuck that avatar stick out over. If the if the score remains this, I win the bet. Damn. Holy fuck. What a great game to gamble on. Holy shit. Wait, Bosa, you got to go to the fucking locker room, cuz. You still get to, or you just don't get to play. I, thought I, mean, they I, I don't know if they'll kick him out of the field, but. I thought they kicked him out of the field. I like it better that way. It's more dramatic. We have to totally leave like he's yeah. going to hurt yeah, somebody. Go. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Scram. <laughs> Scram. Scram. Man, that was dope. Pulled it back, too. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, that is brilliant. Wow. What a game. So, when he just went up to him and said, good, it looked like he, I don't think that was the play they were supposed to call. Yeah. I think Trevor, Trevor audible. I can just literally I'll just do it. Yeah. arm over here. Yeah, I skied. I love how they just keep the camera on Bosa this whole time. In the worst moment of his, his life. life yeah. Boy, fuck this one up, Joey. Come on, Jags. Five twenty-five. This is the perfect amount of time. For both teams will get the For, ball. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. This is the, this is the best. The drama. Like is if building. it was three, I'd be like, oh god damn it! If the Chargers score, five twenty-five is the perfect end of a game. Want to say second player four touchdown passes and four. Oh, picks. we're way behind, aren't we? No. Second player with four touchdowns and four picks in a single postseason game. That's great. Last guy to do it. Big ben Roethlisberger. Jags, Jags, baby. Dude, they got all the momentum. Oh, we God damn, boy. Boy, this has got Coach Jeff written all over it. It does. I mean, hell, we said that. We're like, God damn, this won't even be the most insane one this Holy year. Holy shit. But uh, I think it is, though, now. If uh, we're playoffs, not, maybe contact. Not, maybe not like the actual, actual number. Larger, yeah. But as far as how contact. out of the game and the, con- and the yes. situation. Absolutely. Okay, Eckler, he's not. Th- oh, Max. Oh. Pig. You're missing an opposite slop. Slop is it, day. Meg, say hey to Paul. Hey, Paul. What you doing, man? Oh, I just sat in the Wendy's parking lot. Just wishing it was open. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you think it would come true if you sat there long enough? Like, the website says 1 a.m. I'm so confused. And then I sat there on Uber Eats just seeing what could else be open. Well, we got some stuff over here. I got ice cream. Wait, so you didn't find anything? No. Nothing. Get him! He dropped that shit. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. It fell off. Okay, hey, it's fourth and uh, and four. Jags about to get the ball back with Yeah, because, dude, they... I mean, they're not going for this shit. Ooh-wee! Lord Jesus! Thank you for this $200 I need. I just screwed it. Meg came home at the perfect time. She did. Meg, you got to come produce.
What'd you eat, Jen? Dino nuggets. <laughs> like dinosaur nuggets? They were like, they cooked this really good chicken, but then shaped it like dinosaurs. Oh, that's great. And then, Wait, is this a nice restaurant? Yeah. I love that. My yeah. sister would love that place. Yeah, and then they had this like Hold on. vegetable salad. Hold on, I don't want to text all this to her. Meg, tell my sister what you ate. Okay, so they were like very good chicken. The show within the and show. Corey nice right? nice is interviewing Meg about dinosaur <laughs> chicken nuggets like, while yeah. the game is on pause. <laughs> I'm having a bowl of cereal. Like, oh, hold on. Oh, well, a lot of shit going on here. Oh, I love beef yeah. salad. Beef yeah. nuggets? Oh. Kirby's going to love this shit. This podcast is unhinged. Dinosaur nuggets. That's fucking Burger King shit on steroids. Kirby loves dinosaur nuggets. One night. Oh, fuck. Trevor, do not throw five interceptions, buddy. Can you throw five? Do you foul out? Yeah, you have to. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, that's the season. Jesus Christ, Trevor. One night, Kirby was drunk as fuck and high as shit and, like, crying to me about her eating habits. And she was just like, I mean, I eat chicken. Why do people care if it's shaped like dinosaurs? (laughs) Wait, is this a thing I don't know about? Oh, yeah, that's why that hit for me so hard. Why do people shape chicken like dinosaurs? They just have frozen chickens for kids, and it's shaped like dinosaurs. And Kirby would just get it. And, of course, now she gets it for LJ. But, like, Kirby would eat dinosaur-shaped nuggets all the time because that particular, like, whatever that frozen chicken was, it tasted real good to her, but they just happened to be shaped like dinosaurs. And so people would make fun of her, and she was just like, if you eat regular chicken nuggets, nobody cares. Why the fuck do you mind if mine are shaped like dinosaurs? Who was making fun of her? Oh, everybody. Probably Jessica. But who was seeing her eat dinosaur nuggets? Probably Jessica. Where? I don't know, at her house. She would come to her house and watch her eat dinosaur nuggets, nuggets and Jessica would watch her ridicule. I don't know that it's Jessica. I'm just saying, like, one of her, like, people would make fun of her for eating dinosaur chicken nuggets. Is this meat I can eat? Yeah, that's meat I just got. Wait, are you talking about the meat and the. Yeah, that's tacos from the last night. Yeah, and there's shells right there in front of you. It's you so funny. Can, you can eat it. Yes, it's eatable. I, it's I say eatable all the time, and it's like edible was right there. Yeah, it was right there, but, and we didn't say it. But we all know edible as a it's certain eatable. meaning. But yeah. eat, to me, you know, I know what Meg means when she says. There we that. go, Jags. Edible, Robbie, all they've like, got to do is run the clock down. Like, if, even if they, well, they don't... have to make a field goal. I know that, but no, no, no. Oh, for you to win your For game. me to win you my bet, they bet. don't have to do anything. Yeah, but this all is they... not all about you. This is Paul's it podcast. Is. No, oh, right. You're right, Paul. We're going for you. We're going for the Jags now. Stop celebrating too early. This is what you do now. I know. Stop. I know. No, it's the opposite of what I do, Robbie. No, it's what you're doing right now. Uh, you're doing I can't, the I can't right ever now. celebrate properly for you. No, no. Why don't you just I'm out? getting excited because I have money on the game. You should gamble. It's fun. This is what happens. You get pumped. 
We have different thoughts of fun, you know? Yeah, but then you say that what I'm doing isn't fun. Well, Like, I'm having fun, and you're like, you should have different fun. When you're yelling at me about your misery, I'm just saying you don't have to have Well, you it. can say, Corey, don't yell at me, but you can't say, Corey, have different fun. Those are two different things. If you want to say, Corey, I don't like how aggressive you're being towards me, that's fine. But what you do is go, Corey, you're having fun in a different way than I like to have fun. No. Therefore, Corey, you shouldn't have you're, it. You're uh, simplifying this to where you're you're saying it, my fun is screaming "suck my dick" to everybody after our premature touchdown. But what I'm saying is, you go, you're getting too excited right now. That's not a thing that should happen. No, no, you I should no, no, get what, too excited. No, what I said was, you're getting too excited about your bet and not focusing on the game, which still has two minutes. It's the most exciting part. Well, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to win my bet. <laughs> you're rich and you're caring about fifty dollars. Yes. This You're, is how you stay rich. This is how the rich stay rich, baby. This is how the rich stay rich. <laughs> it is. There is an incredible. It's not about the money, Robbie. It right. could be one dollar. But you're like you're Manning casting out about your bet, and we're at the best part of the game that we've waited no, for. No, I'm Al Michaelsing out about my bet. He does that shit. Meg, you think you, you don't know when Al Michaels has the over? Meg, did you see that skinny fuck? Yeah. 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 You think I eat soap? Yeah. By the way, you can have it, baby. I know it's great. Eat it all, man. Or some of it. Hell yeah, they do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, ETN. I love his name, buddy. It's great. It flows. I don't even know how to say it the right way. I don't even know. If you told me to spell it, I have no idea how to spell it. There used to be a restaurant in Athens. It was a French restaurant, and it was called ETN. Great. Does the trick. I'm drinking a beer. I'm tricked. Yeah, I'm tricked. People can't say something doesn't do the trick if I do it knowing it's a trick and I still get tricked. Yeah, right. That's a trick. Well, I was talking to my therapist uh, about when I first started uh, Proz- or Prozac or Lexapro Physical or whatever. therapist or mental? No, mental. And I first started Lexapro and I was on the phone with him after a week of taking my medicine and he, he was asking, how's it going? I said, well, I don't know if it's placebo or not, but I really feel like it's working. And he goes, well, then it is. And I was like, well, what if it's just placebo? He goes, then it's, it works, though. Yeah. He's like, if you – he goes, that pill is supposed to make you feel better. So if you feel better, it's working. then it's working, even if it's placebo. Well, that's why I think that all toothpaste is whitening. <laughs> if your teeth are white – by nature, <laughs> anything that cleans the dirt off of them is, is whitening, whitening toothpaste. <laughs> is it working? Yes. Is I it think white? it is. So it's redundant to I say whitening is. toothpaste. Yeah. Does this clean your... You could just do... Your toothbrush is whitening because it'll rub the that's dirt true. off and now they're whiter. That's true. Yeah, I agree. That, that's how it works. <laughs> Anyways, that changed my... That actually was what led me to thinking maybe non-alcoholic beer is something. Because I was like, as long as you believe it, it's not a lie. Well, you told me it was, and so I thought, okay, I'll look into this if he says it works, because we're about the same level of fucked up things. Yeah, right. And then you told me about the placebo effect, and I was like, okay, I need to know if that's all I'm getting into. Yeah, right. So then I read a couple of different, like, articles about the science of, you know, how it also does affect your dopamine or serotonin, your levels. They got it. They got it. They got it. Oh, Jack! Holy shit! He stayed stayed in bounds. Did you see him spin back in and stay in bounds? Oh my god! Dude, they're ready. So he could have gone out of bounds and been like, "Oh well, we we're not sure if we're going to score." He said, "Fuck that! I'm spinning back in bounds. We're going to run the clock and we're going to make this fucking kick." 
And now watch him lose, and you'll still win your bet. Still win my bet. And Paul will be miserable. Yes, but I'll be happy. Dude, we could have been caught back up to live since the second commercial, and we just keep nah, not remembering nah, to do it. Don't I'm worry just about good it. with our time frame. Now. No, I love it. I'm, I'm not looking at my phone. I don't I think can't. we should call Paul during this game. No, we can't. I mean, we're going to call him afterwards. Yeah, but I'm win. ignoring my phone right now. Yeah. Call Paul. Call Paul. Oh, shit. Okay, that's fine. It doesn't matter. All they need is just don't lose the ball. Kick over. Just don't do anything. All you've got to do is nothing. If they run it down to one, I win no matter what. <laughs> they're, they're, you have to do nothing. You win. I have to do nothing. You have to do nothing. I have and to do nothing. they can't go into overtime. One team wins or loses right here. You win my bet. You're guaranteed to win. No Unless matter they, what they're going to block it and run it back. Uh, you'll, hmm. Well, they wouldn't kick the extra point, so they would win by eight. Yeah, you're right. If they yeah. blocked it, ran it back for a touchdown. Yeah. How could that happen? Maybe. How long is this field goal? It is the Jags. Not long. They'll like 44. It. This is a Jags thing to do. Let's it's see, to do is, this and then miss it. How long is the field goal? They'll show right here. One on one. One for one on lead changing field goals in the four. Well, that sounds pretty convincing for Riley Patterson. How long is it? I'm going to guess 44, but they'll show it right before he sets up. I'm just making it up 44. Yeah. It sounds like they're the right middle ground. Yeah. 36? 36. PAT. Yeah. Okay, this is easy. Dude, PAT. They're going to block it. They're going to ice them. You know, I've heard so many studies that say that... The, that like unanimously, that the kicker enjoys it when they ice them. You know who they ask? The kickers. That's what I'm saying. Because they want you to think that. Oh, they right. don't want you to ice them. Oh, right. But here's the thing: whether or not it works, it definitely you still have to do it. It, it you can either do nothing and right. let them go with the flow of the game, or you can at least alter right. the yeah, flow and the thinking. I think even like between some of these modern analytical coaches that still do it, it's not because they're like, "We'll fuck him up." It's, it's like just, it's just his usual routine is this. Right. If we can throw a little bit of a, a, you know, a tiny little kink in the routine. Oh, oh he oh, missed it. Oh, he missed oh, it. He made it. Oh, he made, oh, he made, it. made it. Woo! Jags, baby. Oh, my God, Paul. Fuck a, I can Oh, there's a flag. Hang on. There's a flag. Don't do anything yet. There's a flag. It's on the defense. <laughs> it was probably on Bosa again. Holy shit. Well, everyone saw this coming. So did you just win a hundred bucks on your uh two bets? Two hundred. You won two hundred Yeah, I won two hundred on those bets. God damn. Which paid for my Brady bet that I made. That you're that you made for this upcoming week? For the futures on the yeah. Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or no, excuse me, no. I Bet fifty to win ninety five. Bet fifty to win ninety five. Yes, yeah, so one hundred. One hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one hundred. I mean, that's a good fucking night, dude. They got down. What was it? Twenty four, twenty seven to nothing, or twenty four to nothing? Yeah. You want to call Paul? We should probably call Paul. Uh, you want me to call Paul? Yeah, yeah. Call Paul. You're up there on the close one. I don't know. Oh shit! Chris called me at eight oh five. I talked to Chris. 
Oh, you don't progress? Okay. Is he good? Cool. That was right when the game started. I'm on D and D. Oh, cool. Go to a party? The bar. God damn it! Why ain't Paul in my phone? Oh, here. No, I got him. I got him. I got him. Yeah. Turn it down. Okay. Boy. Last year they were speaking. Jags! Fucking Jags. Dude, Paul, I took I took the Jags plus two and a half and the over. I cleaned up on you boys. My fucking man, you win money off that fucking win. Can you Let's be- fucking go? I made those bets. Robbie made me make those bets five minutes before the game, and immediately I, we both thought it was the dumbest thing I'd ever done. Corey was trying to cash out very early on and very often, and then once it started trickling back, he was like, "Fuck you, I'm not cash out." And he started like taunting the cash out option on his betting app. He. He went from Dude, like, I, watching, I hope I they'll like, show me a cash out. What's that? I, I was watching the game. I was like, is this what TCU fans felt like on Monday? No, what it's what Georgia, Georgia fans felt like against Ohio State, baby. Also, everything that Robbie said, I never once said that I was going to cash out, and that will be evidence <laughs> if you listen to this podcast. I never once said that. He doesn't listen to this podcast. He's got better Holy podcasts. Holy shit. That was a oh, great was, fucking game, son. That, that was insane. Did, did you give up, Paul? Did you like lose hope and just start like binge drinking? It's, it's NFL. You you don't have a like in college that shit happens all the time. You come back, you win. Right. NFL down twenty. Unless you're the fucking New England Patriots. Right. It's not gonna happen. Or unless, the Vikings. Unless Coach Jeff yeah. is coaching <laughs> the other team. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Saturday. Yeah. If, if Jeff's on the other sidelines, that's your only shot. <laughs> Paul, was it twenty four to zero? Was that the biggest deficit? Yeah, twenty seven to zero. Twenty seven oh. to zero. So they had five. What so the, the, the coach Jeff had five points on that, right? Yeah, yeah. There's thirty three. Holy shit, though, in the playoffs, man. I mean, that's got to be the biggest. Round. That's got to be the biggest wild card comeback. This it's was a super be. wild card weekend. Yeah, the first ever be. super. So wild. it was definitely the biggest super wild card weekend comeback of all time. Of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, dude. I was watching the game earlier. The San Francisco was like, ah, oh, this is just Norfest. And then I was watching this game. I was like, fuck, it's going to be a terrible day of football. And then they came back and won. I was like, thank God, at least it's exciting. You know. Absolutely amazing stuff, Paul. We were worried, uh, we didn't, we were not live a lot of the times and so we didn't know when to call you and we kept just not catching up and just watching it on our own time and so we, we finally decided like 10 minutes ago, we we're like, well, we'll just call him at the end and he'll either be really happy or really sad so that'll be the funnest part. Yeah, it's whatever. Oh, I for- it's, it's definitely the drunkest I've been when you guys, when you guys have called me. Yeah, you just couldn't say the word guys there so that kind of checks. But yeah, like your tone, your tone sounds very smooth, but your words are not very smooth. Uh-uh. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Paul, I, I forgot about this, but at one point, and you'll hear it on the podcast, but uh, the turning point of the game was when we took a shot of gin that's like a ripoff of mm-hmm. carved gin. Yep. It's the only okay. shot I had of the night, um, but it's some bullshit rip-off carved wannabe that my wife Meg likes, and it, okay. they try really hard to be carved. Anyways, 
once we gave a plug to Carve after drinking the Rival, uh, the Jags stormed back and never looked back. That was the turning point. I, I'm pretty happy about that. That sounds great. Um, we shit all over him. Uh, Don't worry. We talked good about also, Carve. Also, Paul, I let's was shitting on Trevor Lawrence the whole first half. Oh well, yeah. Well, hey, let's real give, hard. Let's give this like, stat here real quick. Trevor Lawrence is the only quarterback in playoff history to throw four touchdowns and four interceptions. Absolutely amazing stuff. Oh yeah, there's a stat where he had four receptions and four interceptions at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, uh, Roethlisberger did it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the not, only, not, only, not in the Super Wild not Card. In the super Wild nah, Card. Nobody's first, ever done it. First ever in the Super Wild Card. And the tallest. And how many rapes did he have as well? It's <laughs> <laughs> got through that stuff. Paul, while, while we got you in this mood, can we get your thoughts on Josh Dobbs? God damn it. No, no. <laughs> 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 me, damn it. <laughs> hey, Corey ended up having to shave his eyebrows for a bet we had last week, and he looks just like Josh Dobbs' mom now. A little Dobbsy. I'm not falling for it. I'm not falling for Robbie this week. I was like, if they call in, I'm not going to say anything racist. <laughs> All right, Paul. Well, we love you. And uh, hey, you want to you want to sing us out here on Pigskin Picnic? Sing the 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 song you guys did. Yeah, sing the theme song. Absolutely not, man. I'm I'm pretty drunk right now. The Jags just won in a very great playoff game, one of the best in the history of Jacksonville. Okay, well, Paul, before we well, before we let you go, uh, if you had yeah. off the top of your head, who's your favorite dictator of all time? Wait, dictator? Yeah, like commentator? Of- no, dictator. Like Hitler, Mussolini, Stalin, those guys. Dick Buckley. <clears throat> God damn it. You're going to make me seem anti-Semitic and racist? Well, only if you choose Hitler. <laughs> you can pick another one. Paul, pick one of the good dictators, bro. <laughs> Say what you will about Saddam Hussein, but he only killed his people. What was Caligula? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hmm. Meg will sing. S- uh, Meg, sing a, us out I while Paul's in the box. I hear Meg is going to love it. There you go. We love you, Paul. We'll see you. Thank you for calling me, and go Jags. And we'll see you Monday. Love you. That's the best episode ever. We got to call Paul. The Jags came from behind. Trevor Lawrence, four touchdowns, four interceptions. Uh, Your boy won $100, which then paid. came in then and sang. Sang, uh, which paid for my Tom Brady futures bet, which means that, uh, well, that'll never happen. But... We're so happy that you listened, Paul. Uh, that was Call You. And uh, go to UncleBod.com. Is the Buttercream uh, promo still happening? Yeah. Use coupon code Buttercream at checkout for 20% off your first month of any UncleBod.com plan. That's right. That's UncleBod.com. And we thank you for being a subscriber here to PartTimeFunnyMan.com. And remember, if you walk in on your mama naked, don't do that. Pigskin picnic, 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 pigskin picnic. It's a dumb show about sports.